Welcome to Biggest Geekest. We are your hosts. I am Joe. I'm Randy. I'm Randy. Are you the only one there? <laughs> sounded like you said you had a partner there. I said, I got a frog in my throat. <laughs> I had something. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. This is episode 117 of our show, and the date is Tuesday, December 13th, 2022. So, really? how was your week? Um, it's been pretty good. Did you uh, play Rifts a second time? I did play, but was that Wednesday? Was this past Wednesday? Well, last Wednesday? Might have been, yes. We played a second time with the guys at Legion of Myth. Um, and the DM RPG is dumb. It was fun. Uh, it was a little, uh, it was short, like an hour and a half, which is fine because it was the middle of the week. And uh, one of our compatriots got turned into a DB right in front of our very eyes. Got turned into a DB? Yeah, he got stung by some kind of little bug creature. And uh, oh, I might be giving this away for that. I don't know if RPG is dumb is going to show it. But, yeah, he got turned into a little fly creature. And uh, we didn't have to kill him. We ended up finding a way to reverse. No, no. He's, he's a DB. But he <laughs> has his own faculties and stuff. And so a couple of the guys, uh, Sergeant McCool, went after him hardcore. And finally, uh, our captain... Figured out a way to uh, take care of that. Martinson asked, did he post it? Not yet. So, yeah, but it was fun. Um, oh, it's not live streamed? Yeah, not live streamed. Uh, it was uh, just bit the tape, and I think it's going to be on, it's not going to be on Max's channel. It's going to be on somebody else's, if at all. That RPG is dumb, his channel. So, oh, it's posted, says L. So it is posted on, is it RPG is dumb? Is, is, is that the name of a site? Does anyone know? I don't know. You mean his? YouTube page? Yeah, his YouTube page. Um, he could he could have a site that says, that says that too. Yeah, we ended the session. Like... We ended the session at nighttime, just as it was getting good, and I I never got to make my cool transition. So, <laughs> Shucky. Yeah. The RPG is dumb. Thank you, L. D U M. So, it looks like some of the um, emoticons are coming across in the chat here in uh at least on StreamYard um as little boxes. Yeah, it's weird. Some of them. I mean Malachi's came through. Now maybe because he's cool. He might just be super cool. L's got hosts. L had some and he yeah. got little boxes. Maybe so. he's doing his from a phone. Maybe that makes a difference. Yeah, I don't know. Um yeah. Here it is. Uh four days ago says L RPG is dumb his YouTube channel, I believe. So I believe I'll be playing more with that guy. We've talked a little bit outside, and so there'll be some more more action for Warwick Zan. Yeah, L just posted another square. He's a, oh, is he trying to tell us we're squares? Maybe Probably. that's what it is. That's good. App emotes, he says. L uses Warwick. They could be showing up over on um, YouTube side. I'm, oh, we, okay. You know, because we have – I don't have a YouTube window open up here. I they just have, are. They are actually. I'm, I'm looking at the YouTube window right now. So yeah, Malachi says cool shirt. He's correct. Castles and Crusades. Castles and Crusades. Man, we got to get Castles and Crusades to the table. We got to get Dungeons and Delvers. We got some work to do, Joe. Yeah. Some hardcore gaming and Rips is around the corner. Well, um, so this week I grow have grown a little bit more used to using uh, uh, Linux. Mm. The version of Linux I'm using is Mint, and it it operates a lot like Windows. A lot of the same commands, a lot of the same expectations. Not all of them, but a lot of them. 
So it's not been a too bad of a transition. Just about everything that I was able to have work works well. Um, I'm trying to remember. There was something that didn't work out very well, but uh, I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. Anyway. Oh, oh well, uh, one of them is uh, making the graphics. So um, I had made a graphic with some a particular font. And when I switched computers, I, I had, you know, I had to do a fresh install of GIMP. And so I don't have that. Um, I don't have that font anymore. And I can't remember what the name of it is. So <laughs> Green Apple's got a question for you. Did you get your wireless printer working? That's it. That's the one that doesn't work. So there's no, there's no Linux software for the um, printer that I use for the wireless features. So um, everything's crowded on my desk. <laughs> when I had, <laughs> I had lots of space on my desk. Yeah. Now it's on the desk, which is less than ideal. I'm reading Riff's Ultimate, and I hope to get that going. I, I am. I know I'm running some Savage World stuff at CabinCon, but I can't decide if I want to run Riff's or something else too, because I, I really, man, I am into it. I'm into the world. I'm, the, after having played, uh, the system is not. It's not what I recall. It's not nearly as weird and calm convolute like making characters is annoying flipping the character pages back and forth and the ultimate edition is not that much better but it is better and i think the game when it gets to the table as long as you don't get all caught up on every single stinking rule it plays i think it'll play well you mentioned that once joe i think it'll play well. yeah and the thing is it's a i think it's a game it's a game that once you get used to it once you've played it a bit it's um um you'll get used to all that stuff and it'll be like second nature just like all the versions of D and D that everybody calls super complicated. We got used to all that stuff. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I just remember thinking, uh, risk was so complicated back in the day and weird. And now that I've played it, it's like, it's not all that bad. And I was telling, I think I was telling Mr. Martinson, I think one way to interpret the combat, um, because if you, do, if you do it the way RPG is, RPG is dumb. The DM did, where like if I have five attacks, I go once. And if you have five attacks, then you go, then the monster goes and I go, then you go. You don't do all five of your attacks at once. You do one at a time and rotate until they're all done. I don't know if that's official or just the way he does it, but I kind of like that. And I was telling Martinson, I think it's kind of like a combat. When I finally envisioned it as like, like a John Woo action movie. Mm, yeah. I think he's the one that has a lot of slow-mo. Maybe it's not John, maybe it's somebody else. A slow-mo action movie. So well, he, he's known for... Doves flying across the screen okay. and, and different things. Yeah. But slow-mo. Yeah. He does that too. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, I th when I think of it that way, I think it's cool. I do have to say though, having played with four players in a DM, I'm not sure I'm going to be loving eight or nine players at the table. I think we're going to have to keep it to, to six, maybe seven. It just is going to get, Oh man. Wow. Maybe not though. We'll try it and see. Yeah, you don't have to use everything. So, Correct. That's what I'm. So what gonna... we there was a suggestion on some other game I was looking at. Um, no, I don't think John Wu did Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Mm. I think somebody else did that, but it could it could be I could be remembering wrong. Uh, anyway, um, this other game suggested that oh it was um um I can't remember now. 
it was in my head. Um, Hacklopedia Beasts. What? What? Yeah. Uh, Hackmaster. Hackmaster. Hack. Duh. Anyway, um, Hackmaster. They said, you know, there's a lot of moving parts here. You probably shouldn't try doing all of them. Just do a little bit. Do do what you remember. Yeah. And I think it'll be fine. Yeah. So Darth, uh, don't says not to forget to keep your system updated. Yeah, Ang Lee. That's who that was. I thought I I thought that it wasn't John Wu. Okay. Um, yeah, and he also did the a really well. There hasn't been a good um, Hulk movie, but he did one of them, and it wasn't that great. The one with what's is nuts. The second one was okay. I didn't like the one with the Hulk dogs. Yeah, that was dumb. That was Ang Lee's, I think. The, okay, none of them were horrible. They just weren't very good. No, you can argue the Hulk's not that good of a character to carry a movie. Yeah, he's good. He's good for comic relief and backup and being the thug and all that stuff. But um, you can, I think you can do it. But Banner, Banner does most of it, and then Hulk comes in when Hulk comes in. Right. But anyway, um, Darth says, "Don't forget to keep your system updated." And he checks his every couple of days. He uses a flavor of arch. You should check at least uh, once a week. Yeah. Um, I have uh, Linux Mint, and there's a little reminder down here that uh, tells me when there's updates. So, um, which I find a little annoying, but <laughs> that's just me. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Els claim and Lou Ferrigno movies were good. Maybe. I didn't remember there being any movies, but I remember it, there was like a t- made-for-TV thing where they had the Hulk, Thor, and Hulk? yeah, oh, uh, yeah, those. Have that in there. I thought good's a strong word. I didn't like Thor. <laughs> Thor back in the day. Yeah. Really dumb on TV. Didn't, didn't they have a Thor? Um, because they had that that really not very good Captain America TV show too. Yep. And Thor showed up on that too, didn't he? Maybe. I know the Thor they had was definitely much more Viking. I'm trying to remember if he was the Robert Blake Thor where he had, where he was a doctor who had the bad leg and then he would hit his cane and it would turn into Thor. That was right. an old, that's old school Thor. That's very old. That's when <laughs> he was still cursed. Donald, Donald Blake. Donald Blake. That's his name. Donald Blake. That's yeah. when he was he was basically cursed by his dad because he was being a dickhead. Yeah, I think well, that work. Not his dad, but maybe his. You could make the argument his dad was being one as well. But yeah. Right. So, um, so I also had to deal with a busted water heater. Boo! That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So. On the good side, I managed to uh, sell my second house, the old house. Oh, yeah, I saw that. (laughs) We have new owners, friends of ours, might even be listening to the show. Congratulations, Mr. Patrick. So it's all on his hands now, and I'm free and clear and big weight off my shoulder. So no more worries about two houses, and so that's good. It's all him, baby. Um, Yeah, they might have been, Al. He said they were better than the 2000 Hulk movies. Maybe. I don't know. So, anyway. Yeah, other than that, I didn't do any gaming this week, so uh, I don't know about you. Did you get any other gaming in this no, no. I've been working my tail feathers off. And we're going to have our Christmas party. Joe will be there, and a few other friends will be there on Saturday. Hopefully soon, though. And I'm going to, after this week, Thursday, Randy's done at school, so it's all focused. I got my, uh, remember that article I told you I was writing for that one dude? That's yeah. done. Done and in. So now comes the adventure. I'm going to finish the adventure and get that done. About time. 
Yeah, I know. I've been screwing around. Slacker. Send out to David. Uh, David Guy, let him do some uh, reviewing and massaging, and then we'll uh, try to get that dang thing published. Patrick's art's almost done, so it's looking promising. All right. Good deal. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's move into the money. The money, the money segment for so, all the cash flows on us. We are here to talk about demons and devils. Time out. Time out. Shadow and Son, I was in four games last week and three more this week. It's been very nice. Yeah, it's very nice. Now, shut up. <laughs> he has an advantage, though. Look at that guy, man. Four games and then three games. He, he has an advantage. Isn't he retired? Is he one know. of those folks that gets to slack all day if he wants to? Are you retired, Shadow? Are you just doing YouTube videos and playing D&D all the time? Because if you are, if you or, if you are, I'm very jealous. <laughs> if you or, if you or, if I can speak, see, I'm so flabbergasted at your awesomeness. I can't even speak, dude. Craziness. Seven games in two weeks. Inconceivable. Jealous. <laughs> Jealous. Green eyed monster is rearing its green eye. <laughs> Speaking of green eyed monsters. We're here to talk about some devils and some demons. Let's do it. All right. So we have some mythological stuff going on here mm-hmm. um, over on the wiki. That was really oh. interesting. And Jimmy Wales is asking yeah. for donations again. I don't think so, Mr. Mr. Wales, because you let... You have some very odd editing um, rules that are annoying. Anyway. Odd in what way? Side note. Um, so if you're the dude that's in the article, like if, the, you know, the article on Randy Nichols on Wikipedia, mm-hmm. right? Be two lines. Yeah. Not worth following. Okay. Anyway, um, you wouldn't be able to edit or correct that. What? Right, right. Especially if you're real famous. They wouldn't let you do that. They, other people would be, be doing So if that. I was Monty Cook and I wanted to correct, they said, oh, you made this game. I'm like, no, no, no. I only make extremely left-leaning games. So what would happen is, is you would make a correction and it might go through. But then 15 other people would say, no, no, that's not true. This is true. And it would get reverted. Uh, I've heard some f- folks complain about that. It's not. Um, it's not very good. Anyway, if someone wants to know about you, they should go to your webpage if you have one. www.donthaveone.com Donthaveone.com Right. <laughs> yeah. They should just they should just friend me on the Facebook. <laughs> or the Discord. Or the Google. Can you do all that? <laughs> you can do all the following. All right, man. All right. So, side of demons and devils. What did you see? I have some comments too. Uh, a demon. I didn't. Okay. So, I've been very busy. Oh, sure. Work, so I didn't read this yet. I thought I knew everything. Oh, so, okay. It's not, it's not. However, what I can do is just um, do a do a quick uh, this couple of sentences, and then we can go from there. A demon is a malevolent supernatural entity. See, it says it right there. Yes. There you go. Malevolent. All you weirdos out there who want to make them um, good or just whatever. 
I want to they make, don't have to be essentially evil. Yeah, they do. I want to be lawful neutral. <laughs> um, historically, belief in demons or stories about demons occurs in religion, occultism, literature, fiction, mythology, and folk folklore, as well as in media such as comics, video games, movies, anime, and television series. Now, the the demon and devil, some... Um, um, some cultures use those words somewhat differently from Western cultures. Yeah. So, um, in some in some cultures, the demons are just spirits, and they right. can be good or evil. Um, some they're not even really demons. There's some called D A I M O N from the Greek. I didn't read all of it, but it was interesting to. They had so much. There's so much in there, Joe. I mean, I don't think it's worth reading the whole dang thing, but I thought it was neat how they uh, some places make a difference between devils and demons. Some not so much. Here we go. This must be a millennial. Yes. Who's this? David Giles says they're not malevolent, just misunderstood. <laughs> You're kicked out of the hobby. I got a comment on Dungeons and Delvers. I read his little his uh, stuff on his on his demons and devils. I think I have a handle on. It. He can correct me tonight when I when I bring it up. Okay. He's got. Um, are Oni considered demons? I would think in some cultures. I would think in the Japanese culture, or is it Chinese? Um, well, of the original, they're Japanese. That's a Japanese monster okay. of some kind. I don't know the full background on it. Oni are creatures from Japanese folklore, variously translated as demons, devils, ogres, or trolls. Okay, so, so yeah, it's, it's a mixture. Of, even the word devil sometimes is used as just a an evil person. White um, devil, white devil. Yeah, most of us, most of us, me, I think in the Christian mythology. So I think of the devil and the demons are his servants. There's even some variations within Christian mythology. There's like aspects of the devil being uh, Asmodeus, the devil of lust and Bowsable, the devil of power or some version of that. I don't remember all the names. Man, yeah, a lot of that, though, those names, especially the names, because none of those names show up in the Bible. So they're, they either come from, I mean, there, well, there's a couple, there's a couple, but they're, 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 not like exactly, a, they're not the like mammon, the word mammon gets used. And ball. And, and mammon is meant to be um and ball, the balls are like a, a group of deities. Right. I think I don't again, I'm gonna go to the church uh etymology. Um but I think but, but um, Asmodeus, the, that word isn't in the Bible. Unless now that now we got Mr. Bravan, he might I, I I seem like I read somewhere that he was in a he was on a list of um Catholic demons, help me out, Mr. Boivin. Am I mistaken? Mr. Boivin's on the list. No, he's that a Catholic. Be, we would have a bona fide demon slash <laughs> devil. In our... Clear it up right now. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> white devil, white devil. Yeah, Chicago. Woo, sweet L. That's how they know you. That is true. That is how I'm known by Chicago. Um. Oh wow. Try this. Oh, look at this. Here's some words. Shadow's using some words. Try the pseudopagrippa or the apocrypha. Ooh, tell me where this stuff was. Yeah, there's some names. Look at this. Shaitan, that's Muslim. That's a Muslim name for the devil. Yeah. Mammon, Mammon's also a name for, I think, greed. The love of money, yeah. I think, is the love yeah. of Mammon. So, um, Mr. Bobman says he is certainly on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? Mm-hmm. Somewhere. Put those hippies on there. Yeah, so you know, I, I think that's in general, it's always evil or bad. And the thing in, is, in, go ahead. If you can say anything about D and D lore, which changes, hey Legion of Myth, how you doing? What's up, homie? Uh, 
we are talking about demons and devils. And yeah. until very recently, demons and devils were practically exclusively bad guys. They're demons. I mean, they're evil. Um, the earliest version, they were chaotic. And, um, but after what did that happen this past summer or spring where all the monsters, they got this little thing where it said, Oh, this, this is their tendency, but you know, all these creatures have the same range of possibilities that humans do or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think that was in that little, there's a white gift box for 5e and I think they made some adjustments, but I don't know if, if the, um, if the, um, if that's the case. Um, no, Legion. I mean, yes. demon and devil. These other words. I mean, both. <laughs> Randy likes those, those names and they're, they're cool sounding, but uh, they were, they were invented because of shame. So correct. Really that, that is a problem. That's annoying. That's very cowardly, but they yeah. added a lot of cool stuff in the cowardice. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe so, maybe the um, the satanic panic back in the day kind of forced them into a creative mode in, in some instances. Probably, well, you know, you know, we talk. I know artists talk about great art is often made with limitations, right? So w whenever you're bounded, sometimes you you can make you can make better stuff if you have some restrictions. Right, and, and um, that actually came up on Twitter today. Um, cool. There's a, a meme where. Um, this the DM's guide open and all the pages it's it's like a um, a secret compartment book where all there's like just a, a carved out hole where the pages should be right yeah. mm -hmm. and it says um, something to the effect of you don't need the DMG you just use your imagination to do all the things mm -hmm. essentially right and someone posted that unironically and said yeah that's what you should do and someone else said yeah no I mean you should learn the rules and then if you want to make adjustments go from there and then there was a big back and forth you know someone said oh no no be your beautiful creative self uh. yeah legion of Myth said i like those invented names for use in the outer planes but people prime material would use demon and devil for sure i think only the most learned would even use devil i think the commoners would all call anything that looked like that a demon they would call things they would call a modron a demon Sure. They would, call, they would call a cholera a demon. They would call anything extra planar a demon. Um, yeah. Right. Because I mean, it's um, it's definitely what would happen here, especially if you if you dial us back a few a few hundred uh, years, few centuries, thousand years. That is just a common word in our culture for strange thing, or they call them a ghost. Maybe you know, it would depend. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, to me, the. But it's easy just to use that as a default. Yes. Because everybody, everybody knows what they mean. Yeah. So evil, bad guys. Evil, but yeah, I think in, I think ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time that's appropriate. Yeah, I mean, um, if you want to have one exception, like if you want to have a person, um, like imagine that. Even on very low end, someone that dies, if you take the take the Planescape mythology or second edition mythology, a lawful evil person dies, he gets turned into a Lemur in the nine hells. And maybe 
he suffers for a while and he wishes to change his ways and maybe something that would be interesting he gloms onto a party figuratively because they're kind of slimy looking things and try you try to help him sort of reincarnate as a person to make up for his bad deeds and maybe he could be a hero. Maybe that could happen. Maybe he could become a good guy. Maybe you can't make him a person. Maybe he's just going to be a good sort of devil and he gets tossed out or he gets a chance to get killed. I mean, I could see a one-story, one-off redemption. Sure, sure, sure. It would be, uh, but, be a tough thing to sell if they're if they're an aged and, devil. And it would it would him being or her being the exception makes it meaningful that right. if if you know, you never know what you're going to get when you find a demon. Then no, who cares? No player over a new leaf. So yeah, no player at my table is playing a, a good aligned right. devil. And yeah. I think, and I think someone pointed out here, perhaps if that's what he's talking about, is demon and devil can actually be exchanged. Only yes. in D and D are the are they do they have a meaning apart from each other? But demon and devil are pretty much the same thing in common real world mythology and and parlance um but in D, they are different things yeah in common parlance but the devil is in, in a christian theology the 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 devil is an, a single entity and the demons are his minions in most christian right. theologies mr yeah. bob van says i don't think the devils and demons align with the christian con you're correct they don't um no. uh D's demons and devils are not the bibles they're very different they're distinct the devils are lawful evil malevolent evil creatures the demons are chaotic evil creatures of destruction so right and it's um they fulfill uh iconic um that's not the word i want to use they fulfill roles in a in in a somewhat two-dimensional fashion they're easy to use in that fashion um because it's a game yeah 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 max has got it worded correctly legion of myth and in and D, devils were lawful evil from the nine hells demons and chaotic evil from the abyss that is correct yeah. And I've even back in the day, I was like, "There's a hell and an abyss. Isn't that the same thing?" Right. But in D D, two different things. Early on, it was really. So that's one of the reasons I do like a lot of the Planescape stuff. Today, I'm going to spend some time. I've opened up my old Hellbound Blood War box set. Talk about some of the cool stuff that's actually in there. Um, if people can get past their hate of Planescape slash Sigil, um, I think I think Second Edition and Planescape in particular that. Uh, box set gave a lot of distinction between the two to where the abyss and the nine hells could be conceived of as slightly different. But in the end, as a player, eh, you end up going to the nine hells, you're not going to the abyss. It's not going to seem all that different. Unless I mean, it's just all kinds of nasty, everything. It's like Australia. <laughs> yeah. Everything there wants to kill you. Everything wants to kill you. Um, um, the devils might, you know, put you on a plate and serve you up for dinner carefully, or the demons might rip your guts out and eat right in front of your friends. So, um, yeah. The obligatory, the obligatory Legion of Myth, um, Manual of the Plains is better than Planescape. Of course, all of this is subjective. And he's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it is subjective, and Max is clearly wrong. Mm -hmm. so. <laughs> also a subjective assessment. Correct. <laughs> yeah. yeah but uh let's let's shall we move into the discussion of these dudes to the additions yeah so their first appearance um demon's first appearance um in D, &D was um in old D, &D in eldritch wizardry well yeah yep. 
not technically not white box, but an, a supplement to white box. That's a supplement, right? But it's in that line of product. Mm -hmm. um, they're all at this point they're all associated with each other as one thing. But in Elder Wizardry, types one through six, along with Demon Princes, Demogorgon, and Orcus. Just no those mention, two, huh? Just those two, actually. Yeah, the two. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a short, it's a short work, yeah. so it's oh, not well, like they can. Well, but yeah, yeah. what are they gonna do? <laughs> now the entries are still small. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. I remember looking at monster entries, and there's hardly anything in there. Yeah. Um, it was interesting that I noticed a few things. Um, the demons could have D10, D12, or even D20 hit dice. That's that's something for them because <laughs> yeah. everything else had D8 or correct. less. Everything, every monster did. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, correct, L. The one with the nude sacrifice on the cover that was the Eldritch Wizardry. Um, they started having some of their classic powers, which we'll talk about later. Later, and and I was shocked. Psionics is an Eldritch Wizardry. It's right. introduced first. Right. I think I think at some point we thought that Psionics was introduced in first edition. And then I pointed out, I said, Oh, I found it here in in uh one of the white box books. And yeah, it's just something that that's kind of passed in between me and you and yep. we kind of forgot about it. But yeah. Oh, we didn't play white box. That was we did not. We, did we not. started with the basic expert. And there. there's I don't think there's any psionics in the Beckney stuff, right? No. Oh, well, I'm going to say no. I never bought anything past the expert set. We so. have some more knowledgeable folks here with that stuff. Yeah, I'm not but sure. I, I, I mean, I've read uh, through through the um, um, rule cyclopedia a few times. I don't remember seeing that in there. Yeah. They did have the, they did start the typing. Remember demons were like type one through type six. They they started that in the OD&D. Um but they didn't really give them the cool names till AD and D. So like there was the weakest was a cross between a human and a vulture, which is not really that's really not where they those those are those are the pre the proto rocks. <laughs> those were the proto rocks. Uh, if I'm speaking, yes, thank you. Mom. I didn't think so. Yeah. Hey, long shot. What's up, man? Same to you. Flady's in the house. Good deal. Welcome, guys. Good crowd. Yes, um, welcome everybody that's here. We didn't say that earlier. If we didn't say that earlier, we were rude. Remember how I did the demons um, early on when if you would speak their name, there was a chance they would show up? Well, that's that's something that's kind of been like alter, alternate rule or something like that in the DMG. Uh, uh, no, it's it's in there sort of, but I misread it. It actually said if you're in the ethereal plane. Oh. <laughs> They're coterminal, <laughs> right? You're close enough. You're touching enough. the ethereal plane. So technically, yeah. And there were things called demon amulets. I'd forgotten about these demon amulets, and then later later on, devil talismans. We'll get to that in first edition. But demons were the whole thing. See you later, Shadow. See you, Shadow. Tell Waldorf to said, we, "Hey, we must we games. must support good um, use of time. Playing the game is good use of time. And you have your priorities straight." And Shadow is going to be running some games. He wants us to play in some. I think we should consider it, Joe. I think we need to get more. Probably it's going to have to be after December. Yeah, yeah. But whenever he's ready to run, we should play a little bit. So, um, but anyway, so the, they did the types one through four. Um, oh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Is Bloodworth um, no longer sick? Did he get better? I know he was I sick. Heard, I hadn't heard he was under the weather. Oh, hey. Um, I don't know if you heard Kim Mohan died. I did. I yeah. did. I remember him as being a person. Uh, well, I just know he was one of the names I saw in 
Dragon Magazine, and in uh, different books and things. Um, Green Apple. <laughs> He'd watch this week. He said, I'd watch you play. What if it was on OnlyFans? <laughs> Would you pay to watch it? <laughs> Joe. Oh. What? what? Isn't that... That's just that's just somewhere you can have your you know yeah. paywall for the things that you do, right? Yeah, that's what that is. Right? Not be all gross and stuff. Shadow says after January, yes. Okay, well, to keep us in keep us in your in touch to keep us in the loop. Sorry, I'm hitting all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Kim was a long according to Malachi, Kim was a longtime editor of Dragon during its prime. Yeah, I remember that name for some reason. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> is that it? <a>, no. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that a uh, is that an OnlyFans channel table? No, that's Grim. He he has um very s- slim porn actresses uh, oh. play D and D. Hmm. Grim does. Yeah. Didn't someone else do that? He has kind of a pimp motif. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I don't know him very well. Yeah, yeah. You. It's just kind of. It's it's a uh, low key. It's low key. Okay. Sometimes that he wears a hat that's kind of pimpish mm-hmm. and all that, but yeah, but it's it's low key. It's not like exaggerated or anything. Tim Scott's got the right of it. Biggest geek is OnlyFans. RPG sexy. <laughs> you know it. Roll that dice. Roll it. Sexy. Yeah, that's about all. <laughs> that's about all you're gonna get, dude. Our, our clothes would stay on. Oh, very much. I might put extra clothes on just to be safe. Just to be safe. But anyway, uh, yes, this is something no one should ever do. No, that's a bad mix. Porn mixed with tabletop, yeah, according to Green Apple. No, that's 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 a no go. Yeah, um, yeah, that they were pretty tough. I can't remember all the powers, but I know that Orcus and Demogorgon were no joke. Um, they didn't. Old D and D, how many powers did you need if you had D twenty hit dice? It'd be impossible to kill. I don't yeah. have any powers. I'm just going to smack you until you're dead. You're not going to kill me. I do a D4 plus four damage. Whack, whack. I'm hitting you all day. Yeah, you are, but I have 206 hit points. What? And you do a D6 plus one? <laughs> Demons for the win. <laughs> hmm. But I guess that would make them scary. Yeah. If you add I mean, in, go ahead. Yeah, it would. How many, how many um, especially older monster movies have we seen where it just, you, you'd, you know, shoot them, stab them, electrocute them, burn them. And they just kept coming. Yeah. Kept coming, kept coming. It's, you know, and it's good to have, it's good to have monsters like, and I'm going to, I'm going to reflect on that Rifts game I played with the uh, Legion and them. Uh, that big, there was a big jelly creature with black tentacles. Dude, we, what, what was that, that uh, heathen dog put on that thing? A fusion block did 90 or plus mega damage to this thing. Kept going. I mean, it did, finally decided to flee, but we, we never killed it. We never killed it. Now, had Max had Max's character with his big robot dude been able to unload some miss, missiles if we got out of his way, maybe we could have killed it. But man, that was something else. Yeah, he's the other guy. I I got um, um, oh, Grim yeah. and him mixed up because oh. I you know I heard about this guy before Grim. I didn't know Grim did his thing. Oh, he does but. both. So both of them did it. I remember Zach, not Zach Snyder. What's his name? Zach something. Zach S. He's the one that got. It's unimportant. He hurt people's feelings or did something bad. I don't well, know. he did that too, but you he know, probably he did. Was, he did some bad he stuff. He was he was one of them, and he just you know stepped out of line just a tiny bit, mm-hmm. and you know he got eaten up. Yeah. Um. 
And then I looked at basic and expert, and the, there's no demons until the immortal rules. And then they called them things like, at first I thought it was completely different. They had the hissing demon and the howling demon. This was funny. The roaring and screaming. Okay. Yeah, that's his name. Uh, whispering demon. They were kind of weird, but if you looked at the pictures, they were types one through six again. so that stuff goes way back to the original game the types one through six um yeah that was kind of interesting Um, yeah you gotta wonder sometimes when you um look at the game yeah why they called the old demons um type one through six yeah and then give them names but kept the types because that type the type thing stayed through ad and d as well yeah i don't know when it got dropped I'm not sure it did in second. It may, may have got dropped in second. Because, um, like, for example, I'm looking at the demons right now in the 1E. Yeah, they did do something. They gave them both. So, yeah. like, if you can see this, here's a type 6. Um, type the Baylor? The Baylor. Yeah, it's called it's called Baylor. Woo. Hard to yeah. Remember. Anyway, called, called Baylor, but it's a type 6. Um, I noticed starting there, uh, the demons uh, and the devils started having unique powers. And I mentioned about the 5% recognition, the demon amulet. If you got a demon prince's amulet, first of all, you should be prepared to be attacked by every, every demon around him. Well, but, if you if you end up finding it some random place. Go watch out. You know, it's a trap. Yeah. You know, because there's no way the demon's getting, unless he's let it go purposefully so he can sucker in some poor slub. Right. Yeah, I thought it was very, um, I thought it was interesting. I, the, the amulet thing caught my mind and caught my attention because if you got the amulet, you could force them into some sort of service. Uh, so, and um, if you got the devil's talent, so the demon amulet, you could get up to 24 hours service from a devil, from a demon. Um, if it was a demon lord, I think you could get like this. Yeah, you had to be careful, but you could make them do stuff. The demon lord, uh, I think, I think you could get twenty four hours. But an arch devil, if you got his his talisman, he could just do he would do one thing for you, one thing. Like, uh, but uh, and if it was a regular like greater devil, like a pit fiend, you could have him serve you for nine days. Wow, a pit fiend. Yeah, dude, but you you better be. Well, the, that, they made some comments. Let me read this. This is cool. I think it is. A pit fiend is no slouch in any oh. aspect. Oh no, they're he, very smart. They're like genius or something like that aren't they yeah he would kick yeah he would kick the living right so he's like you know he's a total thug plus Mm -hmm. very smart and has all kinds of magical abilities yeah even looking at even looking at the uh third lady lady said he would make him clean his place okay that's cool but the demon said how did they characterize it um gosh where is it at um it says i love this if, if you if you make the demon on the positive side, however, if the wielder of the amulet carefully repays the demon for aid rendered, adds a considerable sum for having the temerity to dare to command the demon in the first place, and then carefully restores the amulet to the demon. I love this last part. The prince, this is demon prince, might not bear him a grudge forever afterwards, nor seek to hunt him out whenever possible. Might, might. not bear a grudge forever, just a grudge for a little while. <laughs> yeah, you're you talk about playing with fire. <laughs> I don't care what level you are, you are playing with fire. Oh, sure, especially a demon prince. Yeah, 
that and you no could and you could opt to banish him. He couldn't come back for a year, but as soon as that year is up, first person that summons him is gonna be like, okay, where's Joe's wizard? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I, there was a time back in the day when we were just playing weird. We did all kinds of crazy stuff when we were, you know, mm-hmm. and we might have um, tried weird things, but mm-hmm. these days, it, I would just, oh, this, we know that this is Asmodeus um, Amulet. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm not touching it. You can. And they talked about how demons don't necessarily keep track of it because demon princes aren't as bound by their by their ta- amulet and arch devils aren't as bound by their talismans, but uh, if you know the right ritual, I think to make a devil's talisman work, you have to have a ritual or know a spell or know a command word or perhaps his true name. I mean, it's it's like a Hellraiser. Yeah, that's essentially what that that thing is. Yeah, you're Except asking. It's not just one demon's amulet. It's like five of them. They all show up. Hello. Yeah. Um. I do. I I used to. And I used to tempt you guys with um, like the true name of certain demons. Now, I think even then you'd be like, I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know his true name. <laughs> Too dangerous. Yeah. So, yeah, they were definitely evil. They were nothing to be messed with. They did have psionics in both OD&D and first edition. That was interesting. El says, you know where this ties into the monsters not being evil comes from? I've been watching a lot of anime lately about demon lords as good guys. Uh, Could be. Well, there it's, is. Some... I think it's more of a cross-cultural influence where demon doesn't, you know, in Western lore, demon is essentially evil. Right. Um, others, not necessarily. I read some book where there was like house demons, a book years ago, or a story, and like each royal house had it was the Elric saga. They had Ariok as their demon god, mm-hmm. but each each house had a um, had a um, had their own you know saw their own uh, patron demon god, and so they would do stuff for them. So, yeah, I guess that's the case. Um, so Ella's pointing something out about Earthsea uh, having a true name, and I, I think that the true name thing that D&D leans on in ver- at various times might have come from Mercy. His power over it, even going back to Jewish, the word Gollum, word is power. Yeah, not to today's people. Yeah. Yeah, I do like the idea. I haven't used the, the concept of a true name in a long time, but I don't mind that as a way to garner some power. Because you know, I always thought the demon's true name, you can summon him, you can bind him. Um yeah, so, um, what about, and then second edition comes along, and this is where everybody is going to get all annoyed because they changed demons to Tanari and devils to Beatazu in response, I think late, and actually a late response to the satanic panic. I think it was not a not a good idea to um, do that. Um, I did like, oh, I was shocked to find that uh, only Pit Fiends and Abishai were listed in the Monstrous Manual, and only the Baylor and the Merilith were listed in the um, Monstrous Manual as well for demons. There weren't a lot in the in the core monster book. Um, I think they came on later on with all those um, 
what were they called? The compendiums, the outer planes compendiums. But in here, there's only two of each, or maybe three, no, two, Pit Fiend and Abishai, which is interesting. The Abishai are kind of weak devils. Pit Fiends are the baddest walking. And then the Merolith and Valors are both powerful demons. Um, I do think the first appearance of the Chitin, the Chain Devil, was in second edition. Really liked the flavor behind that chained up devil. And it was like called Jiggly. They've always been a day wrecker. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're seriously bad news. They could just, I mean, they're a great solo beast because all those multiple attacks and they can control chains. So if you put them in a room with chains hanging from the ceiling, they can get all kinds yeah, I mean, of Why wouldn't you? Yeah, why wouldn't you? In fact, there's a, I think the fifth layer of hell has a place called, is it Jingling Hitter? Hitter? I can't remember the name of it. And uh, that's where the, most of the chitons come from. And the whole place is just shadow and chains. If you, if any people, anybody has watched Supernatural season two or three, where Dean, spoiler coming up, Dean dies and goes to hell the first time. Uh, and he's chained up, hooked with chains, kind of hellraisery. That's got, to me, that would be exactly what Jingling Hitter or whatever it's called is uh, would be like. Um, you know, that was kind of a cool kind of, Kind of cool part of the story. Once. However, yeah, the one time. But there was some, there was a reveal they did later on that kind of made some of the earlier high stakes, seemingly high stakes things that happened kind of paltry. Yeah. The one thing I found, you guys know I like Planescape, and I do think they added a lot to the story of um, the devils and demons, but. One thing that, that I thought was shocking was how they kind of rejiggered the um, Dukes of Hell. And did you know Asmodeus uh, was conspicuously missing throughout almost all of Second Edition? Well, see, Asmodeus is in, is a part of, uh, I don't know if it's part of Judaism or Catholicism, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. that probably is why. Because a lot of the a lot of the, the the names are kind of just made up. I mean, even Asmodeus is made up, but yeah. it's kind of it's part of a religious tradition. So maybe it stepped on somebody's toes. People were kind of worried if you say the name over and over again, something might happen. But I mean, I don't, I can't we can't I can't imagine knowing how many times we have said that word mm -hmm. over the years. Right. One is a cool sounding name. Right. But um James Kane makes a point. I think he might be right. Content compendiums, those little pamphlet things that went into the three ring binders were before the monstrous manual, correct? James, can you tell me did they have more in the in the first compendium? I don't know if they did or not. <laughs> right. That's a movie reference. The hell of the upside down sinners. Yeah. <laughs> little big trouble oh yeah because l started it chinese would put you in the hell of being eaten alive chinese have many hells yeah was uh i just recently watched big trouble in little china is that where i heard the phrase hell of the horny toads huh <laughs> there's a hell of the horny toads i've heard that phrase before maybe i'm not maybe i'm just pulling that out of my butt i don't know probably um, yeah, but um, I do think that, yeah, uh, it says Monst oh, Monsters Compendium 8. Okay, that, that's 8. My question was the first one, the one that was in the actual folder binder. There was none. 
There were none until the Outer Plains. Okay. So, okay, that's what James, that's, that's what I thought. So later on, the compendiums, the Planescape accessories, I have the, the Planescape uh, appendices. I no longer have my compendiums anymore. I only have the uh, Monstrous Manual. Um, yeah, so it took them a little while to get them all out there. Um, I thought that Planescape did, uh, I thought they did a nice job of trying to find some sort of difference between the devils and demons. And then they leaked them with with uh, a war called the Blood War. And then eventually, you know, I, I thought they did a good job of showing all the political and intrigue that devils would be up to. And even the demons, I mean, they were up to some stuff too. They had to be. Um, I did like the, the Hellbound box set. I mean, I have it here. Here's one of the, here's one of the uh, booklets found in there. I, I, think, I think that they, I think they came up with the Blood War mm -hmm. because once they had established that it's not all that hard for a demon or a devil to come to the prime plane yeah. and they can come here back and forth however much they want why wouldn't they just bring everybody here and just you know raise hell so to speak oh you mean but, mm -hmm. but they're too busy fighting each other well that was kind of the idea that if the demons are infinite in um oh here it was patrick's helped me out in Big Trouble in Little China, when Wang Chi mentioned the hell of the holy dragon, it's often misheard as the hell of the horny dragon. Oh, okay. I think I may have made it the hell of the horny I've dragon. I always thought it was holy. Yeah, I don't remember. Look, I can understand because that's when they're getting submerged in water. Because they're they're on um they're tied down to wheelchairs mm -hmm. the, or something, and then the room, the little cage that they're in gets, you know, water uh I think they get, oh no, they're in something that they have to kind of climb up and eventually they they get um, submerged in water. And as that's happening, yeah, it, it could be hard to hear. Well, here's something I think, I mean, Joe, are, are you saying that they that you thought that the, the blood war was, was, was not a really good solution or a good idea? Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying it wasn't good. I'm just saying, I think that's the reason it was, was added. I think there's something really nice about it because- Think about this. So I'm, I'm flipping to the Bayadazu page and I'm looking at the pit thing. And so he could, um, they can gate in two lesser or one greater Bayadazu with 100% chance of success performing this action once per round. Does it say how many times a day? No, once per round. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, so and there are other demons that they would just say they can port in so many demons. So you could get that port a demon, port a devil, that was a devil, and it would never end. One thing the Blood War does do is it gives the demons they're summoning a reason to do something else other than answer the summons. And that was expanded upon in Planescape. Now, a pit fiend summons you a lowly rock or, or, or a lowly Hezru demon, a little frog toad demon, you better answer his summons. Plus, he'll kind of owe you if you if you help save his life against some adventurers. But in being lawful, he'll probably, if you're careful, he'll pay you back in a decent way. Um, now, the point is, if you have a blood war going on, it keeps the endless hordes of the abyss from just rolling over the prime material plane. Right, because, which is what I was just saying. Yeah, and, and if that happened, if they were to roll in there, then it would have to be the angelic host would have to come and defend. And then you're just probably just going to have a big apocalypse. Right. And the it's fine if you want to do it, but I think that the easier way, I mean, it seems kind of a contrived way to explain why there's not the, the prime material plane still exists 
and that the demons and devils haven't just added it. I think, um, I think they could easily just not have given them the ability to, you know, mega summon, you know? Okay. But they did even from early on, yeah. I, but here's, there's this too, Joe, you have demons, you have devils, and then you have Yugalos. And so what else did you have? There was da the demons. Were they Yugalos? I think demons were Yugalos, the neutral evil. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. They're all demon, demonic looking. Why had the differentiation? And so if you're going to have it, different alignments, devils are more intriguing strategy. Demons are chaos engines of do, of destruction. The Yugalos are kind of like whatever's, whatever's floating their boat. If you don't have some dynamic, if they're just free to do their own thing, you, you would, I think most people would think, why would they ever not work together? Why wouldn't the devils just manipulate the demons to let do your chaos stuff and we'll sit in the back and, you know, be puppet masters and you could, but I always liked, um, I liked the blood war because it puts them at odds with each other. Um, and that would make it where there's a reason. There's another reason just that they would be, otherwise they would all run together. I mean, what's the difference between a devil and a demon and a Yugalog? Um, well, right, right. I get what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Uh, the differences are what they have written down. I mean, um, just demon uh, just so something from the in from the inferno could be just referred to in a general sense but they all do something different uh l asked a good question okay we only played basic we never played with demons or devils but let me ask this you can summon a frog but they are dumb you can summon a super intelligence what says it can't summon you to hell i would say that more than likely that um there's probably, there's no, there's no rules in the game. There's no spell that allows that, but you could do gate. They could gate. Now you don't, no one has to answer a gate. A gate just opens up. Um, I think in Planescape, there was ways to, for demons and devils to do that. Um, in this, in fact, in this juicy little hellbound, the dark of the war, this is the uh, DM's guide. There's a sweet page I've referred to before of the four types of wizards that demons, devils, and Yugalos could become. Hmm. Um, there was the distorted wizard where they marred themselves magically to learn spell casting. In essence, what happened is they would lose their magic resistance and they'd become full-fledged wizards. But those were not the, those are kind of the, the weakest of the demons and devils that would do that. Then there was the unenlightened wizard where they would sacrifice a D6 level of their spell-like abilities to gain spell casting. Then the normal ones where they learn to cast wizard spells without giving up their magic resistance and the augmented ones, which could do that and they could change their own spell like abilities. So if you had a third level suggestion spell as a Malabranch, you could warp it and make it haste. Oh, okay. <laughs> you could do some great stuff. Um, there's no reason that you couldn't. Um, yeah, so Will's saying that the that the monsters do monster things. Why can't they have, in essence, I'm editorializing. Monsters can do monster things. Why can't they use spells that do different things? To, and they, there's no reason. There's no reason. You could do it yeah. if you want to. Yeah. But I, I guess I, I would often wonder. Um, there wouldn't be any humans. No, it's not just that. I'm not sure. No, how there no I'm just saying there wouldn't be. Because there's a lot more demons and devils than there are humans. I mean, there's endless hordes. You can just... There's endless I mean, hordes of demons. Devils, yeah. not so much. 
yeah, but there's a lot. Of there was a number of them, which were a lot. Uh, you could do that, but you're also you're also assuming they have nothing better to do than to summon a first level rogue to hell. Right. Seriously, I don't think so. It's not that exciting. No, but when you're when you're a twentieth level fighter finally gets that sweet sword and he's like the a behemoth on his own right in his own right. Yeah. The demon there that devil might say, "Yeah, I got something for you. You come down here." Now, your gate can be used that way. Mm-hmm. All they have to do is open the gate and then mm-hmm. speak through it and say, mm-hmm. "Hey Mr. Paladin, you're co- or whoever, you need to step through here and answer my summons." And then, of course, you're going to say, "No, I don't have to." Said, "Well, I will the demon could always just say, if you don't, all these bad things are going to happen. Or the, and if the demon does it, if he has no leverage, the paladin just takes his holy sword and go, dispel magic. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, look, I don't disagree, but I don't think that's an argument to say it's stupid. I don't think that's an argument. I, th- I think, why don't, why aren't there millions of demons and other creatures on the planet overtaking everything? Because wizards are constantly summoning them. Right. And a wizard, someone, wizard would summon one, and then all of a sudden, boo, 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 and yeah, only and only a few demons have gate powers. Most of them have summoning powers, and summon mm-hmm. monster doesn't last forever. Right. So why would you summon a? Well, you mean you might have you know I might hate you know if I'm a demon if I'm Demogorgon I might hate Joe's arch wizard, so I'm going to summon him in, but I don't know what he's got up his sleeves. He may have all sorts of contingencies, especially if he's already used my amulet once. And he's like, I am I am defending myself against Demogorgon. Right. So there, I'm not going to also random wizard for two rounds. I think that so, because most of these game worlds aren't overrun with de- de- demons and devils, and the ones that are on the precipice of it's mm-hmm. a special event of some kind. Right. You could you can infer that there is some sort of reason for that. Yeah. Perhaps the prime plane is inhospitable to demons and devils long-term. Right. Right. Um, just like humans, the abyss and the nine hells are inhospitable to them long-term in general. So they don't like it here. It's maybe painful or just, you know, whatever. It doesn't have to be game terms. It's just, you, you just put the blanket term inhospitable, or there's just some, and it's a spiritual reason. Yep. You know, the prime material is do- the domain of, X, Y, and Z pantheon or whatever, not the demons and devils. It's not their domain. They're not welcome here. They have to be summoned. They can't just walk over here from wherever they're at. Yeah. So your best bet is to make sure that on on your, as a DM, most likely is what I would do Mm -hmm. is demons can't just come on over here. They have to be summoned. Oh, well, and, and also, um, you know, there's a percentage chance you'll succeed or not. So the one I read you was the pit fiend. So yeah, hundred percent. The most powerful, which by the way, in Planescape, the pit fiends are often generals in the Blood War. They've got bigger fish to fry than so many bunch of stupid humans to help. Right. You know. So. Um, Apart from that, the whole point is your soul. So just summoning you there doesn't do much. You have to die evil, and your soul needs to go there. That's what they want. Yeah, I mean, no, I agree, Darth. Uh, L does have a point that makes human a possible summoning target. Now, he asked the question: Was does um, 
Elsa says, so can summon monsters summon humans to hell by a demon off topic? Can a human summon another human? Technically, no, because if you're talking about something from another plane, no. But if you're talking about summoning from like, you know, summon animal, you summon from the fine one from, from the. Same yeah. In essence, there's no real reason. Mm -hmm. Why Dude. demons can't. Nope. Except it, a contrived. They can't. It's the way it is. Or well, you make it so that they can. You would call it contrived. You could just say, my conceit in my world is mm -hmm. that the gods have said this shall not happen. It's not allowed. Demons don't get to summon people from the yeah, planet. There's, there's, uh, there's just some underlying reason. You don't necessarily have to spell it out. It's all, it all depends on how you want to do things. It's just the way it is. Yeah. I mean, and you can do it if you want to. I mean, that doesn't... Yeah. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't poop on the idea of demons having the ability to summon other demons. I, I liked. Was it? Was it Pathfinder that if you summoned a demon, the demon because there's a danger of summoning a demon in second edition, and then he summons another demon, and the demons he summons summons three more, and he summons three more. Uh, looks like Max at Legion of Myth was having trouble with the thing, but I think it would be out. having an internet issue. Yeah. So I mean, you do have the never-ending demon devil problem um and i think as a dm you just have to like in pathfinder i believe a summoned demon cannot summon right there's some effect of like a summoning sickness he can't use that power and right. when he and, and you probably could put some kind of limitations that way and you could just be that they don't have that ability um so uh what does it say Shame, Max. Randy and Joe are violating your rule. If the PC can do it, so can the monsters. Uh, no, that's not true. Yeah. And if the monsters can do it, so can the PCs. That's also not true. That's not a thing. And it's not like we're saying because the PCs can do it, then the monsters can. No. What we're saying is there's not a hard and fast rule as to why. Right. So yeah. the whole the whole conversation started as, well, if the if the demons can can just come over here, why don't they just overrun the place mm -hmm. and morphed into this? Um, so, and I default to say that's the blood wars a good is a good reason as anything else. Yeah, so they, they got, got stuff to do. They got stuff to do. Um, just like when you go to Forgotten Realms, you can't run over to Shadowdale and ask Elminster to help you kill two owlbears. Right. Ain't got right. no time for that. So monsters yeah. mm -hmm. should operate differently from characters i think so too but that doesn't mean that they can't do some of the things that the pcs can do it doesn't just means that the pcs can't do the things that the monsters can do at least not always they might there might be always. some i have yeah. no issue with a monster doing something outside of what a pc can do yeah that's i think that, that i think mostly that's what they should be doing it's probably preferred they I shouldn't think. be bound by the piece is they shouldn't be bound by what the pcs are are doing no and they're not in first and second edition Right. Not bound what the PCs can do, and the PCs aren't bound what the monsters can do. It's okay. Um, what about third edition? Now, I thought third edition had a lot of cool books um, related to the, the, the demons and devils, Manual of the Plains, uh, Fiend Folio, of course, Book of Vile Darkness. It got a little dark for me, but I got it. Fiendish it's vile Codex, dark, so. It is very vile. Uh, Fiendish Codex 1 and 2. Um, they described the Tanari as a type of demon. And then they added two more. The, later on in the, in the in the game, they added a type of demon called an Obirith and a Lumara. I remember the Obirith. I don't remember the Lumara. 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 L O M A R A. Um, yeah, I'm not familiar. Probably with that in one. Monster Manual Five or 
fiendish. I would probably recognize the illustration. Yeah, you probably would. Uh, let me uh, hold on a second. I'll grab one. You can see if you can talk with those dudes for a second. Right. Arn Man says the gods have a Satan as well. And that's something Randy brought up as well, briefly. So the answers might be divine and we don't have the answer. Correct. So because um, um, the prime material plane is the domain, is under the auspices of the gods in in, in a lot of ways that um, different people have situated their campaigns in many books that you read so yeah the gods made the world and that it's their rules um joe book of all darkness was a terrible movie too yes yes it was no good i know some people said they liked it on some level but no it was no good this probably will not um book of all darkness is a movie i heard you guys talking i it was, yeah, it wasn't great, but I, it was. Oh, it, it didn't, whoever made it didn't know, know how to tell. It's almost like they um, took their, like their table campaign. Yeah. And put it into a movie format, which we all know that doesn't work right. Movies and books, they have a story format that works for how you read and how you enjoy a movie or a TV show. That's totally different from gaming. Okay, so it looks like it's in the Fiendish Codex 1, Hordes of the Abyss. The Lumara is a subtype, represents an emergent demonic subtype, fairly recent addition to the Abyss. So some biological uh, evolutionary advancement uh, to the demons or change. Uh, only two kinds have been found so far, the Dybbuk and the murderous Cucabus. The Obirath are the strange and horrific primeval demons from eons past. So they were the progenitors of the demons. So they kind of died out, but they have some few, uh, I think, living descendants. Um, so they they went further into, I mean, that's, I have no problem with that. I mean, expand it as far as you want. Use it or not. I mean, if it's at your table, you don't like the Obirath and the Lumara, don't use it. But right. I, I don't mind it. It's kind of interesting. A, a new type of demon that maybe acts a different way. And then maybe a, an ancient demon of some sort that you encounter has different resistances. That's and their origin, you can may even make up their origin. Yeah. Um, I can't tell you how many things I've seen, especially in anime or, or weird cartoons where Mm-hmm. Someone will say, I've never seen that before. And some other dude will say, that's something new. Yeah. Nobody knows about. Where did it come from? Yeah. And I can't remember where it first happened, but I think it was in second edition. They talked about some ancient Bayadas too. So there was some of the original creatures that lived in the nine hells that apparently Asmodeus beat down the devils took over. So, um, and that's fine too. I mean, you do do as much as that as you want, in my opinion. Um, as much or as little. I mean, yeah, demons and devils, uh, having them in your campaign and your world, you know, it's a matter of taste as well. well you may David, not want to use them. Yeah. If David Giles here, I was reading in this sweet book called Dungeons and Delvers that everybody should get because it's awesome. And I was looking at demons. Let's see if I can find them here. And I thought. Um, yeah, to each his did, own. Yeah, yeah. He did something interesting that I was surprised at. And I hope David's still 
listening and around. I haven't read it fully, but a quick look, starting on page 358, he calls them demons. And then he goes in the very first picture of a demon. Is that a bone devil? It's a bone devil. And it's his take on a bone devil. And that's fine. I haven't read it fully, but I think maybe in his, and a ghoul is a type of demon in his game. Um, a gluttonous ish is a type of demon. A pit fiend is a large demon. In D&D, a pit fiend is a devil. So I think he's lumping them all together. Yeah, and that's yeah. okay too. Yeah, yeah, because demon, like we were saying earlier, um, as far as culturally, demon, the words demon and devil can be um, interchangeable. Yeah. Patrick's given some sweet Lord of the Rings quotes. What new devilry is this? I believe that's a, is it, who's the dude from, uh, who's the human that's not Aragorn, the other guy in the fellowship? Yeah, the guy who dies in every movie he's in. Yes. Sean Bean played him. Yeah, Sean Bean. Uh, Boromir. 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 And then here's a quote from uh, good old yeah. Gandalf about um, I got autocorrected into hell. Yeah. A demon of the ancient world. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. But I mean, uh, Boromir. Thank you, Patrick. But anyway, so I, I think that's cool to expand that. And third edition did that well. Gave you a lot of options. Um, the Book of Hall Darkness did add a few spells like Damning Darkness that uh, devils could cast where just casting the darkness was not enough. While you're in their darkness, you take damage. Mm. And I believe devils in third edition could see in any darkness whatsoever. So it didn't matter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, a, that's That, for the supernaturally evil things, letting them just see in the dark. It doesn't matter if you cast a dark, if it's a darkness spell or whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That's a good ability for them to have. And then for some of the tougher demons and devils, they got to do in the Book of Vile Darkness something called vile damage. Oh, yeah. And their damage, you could not heal that unless you're in a consecrated temple, no matter what spell or, or thing you were doing. Yeah. Yeah. It was awfully good, Patrick. He says vile damage is an awful addition, an awfully good one. I loved it. And I used yeah, it. Yeah. Imagine having enough vile damage where you only have one hit point. Yes. I, I and you're a prisoner there. So you can never, you can never get to, you know, you could be the most, one of the most powerful things ever, but you have one hit point. Imagine a demon of the ancient world in the shape of a dragon who had a breath weapon that did vile damage. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> that would be. Sweet. <laughs> Depending on which side of the fight you're on. <laughs> sweet, sweet cheat. <laughs> oh, baby. And who's not above using that? That would be me. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is rough, Patrick. You're right. But you know what? That's why you play 15th level characters, is for life to be rough. Yeah, if you just if you just run headlong into things like that, you get what you get. You get what you get, baby. Yeah. Um they did in um now with greater or lesser effect, they added the aspects of the demon lords and arch devils, which were in one spec sort of like an avatar that a demon lord might send to the prime material plane to represent him. And he's kind of a maybe a ninth or tenth level type 
creature that looks like Demogorgon but doesn't actually have it. The miniatures handbook started all that because you had those. I kind of hated them. I got the little oh, aspect of yeah, yeah, a little Orcus and a little Demogorgon. I'm like, dude, he's supposed to be huge. Why is he this small? <laughs> it was just an aspect, and that could be fun. <laughs> Flady getting Flady uh, bleeding real world into the fantasy world there in a, a very hilarious demon? fashion. Mm -hmm. A Pelos a Pelosian demon. <laughs> Would then, this one have a hammer? <laughs> this one is married often. They are married often to demons of drunkenness. <laughs> Fair enough. So third edition um, did add a lot to options for demons and devils. I think they went a little overboard. Um, they, they were already chock full of abilities. Oh, yeah. Um, fourth edition, I didn't even look at, honestly, because I don't care. I'm kind of tired of even mentioning that as an edition of D&D. Um, to each their own if they like it, but it's just I don't know enough about it to speak intelligently about it. And I thought fifth edition's Tome of Foes, where most of the demons and devils are, Morning Canaan's Tome of Foes, was eh. So take it or leave it. It was fine. Um did you have any other comments on the additions of demons and devils? Well, I. Um, Did you have a favorite amongst those? Do you know how they were how they were presented? I don't know. I mean, there was some charm to first edition. Um, third edition gave, like you said, lots of options. I think the number of demons and devils, the different kinds, went up exponentially in third edition. Yeah. I mean, I think they grew a little bit in second edition. Because Planescape did a lot. Yeah, but I think third edition is like, yeah, just like everything, everything, ten yeah. um, x everything, yeah, hundred x everything, yeah. But um, I don't know. I think the early, like first edition, uh, demons and devils, especially. I don't know. Maybe because um, it's our it was our first real edition of D and D that we played the most of. Yeah. So it's hard to shake the nostalgia, but. Um, I just think it has a little more charm. I, th I thought second edition had more flavor. I, I love getting, I like the Planescape. I like the Hellbound. So probably lean towards second edition interpretation of Demon Devils. Third edition, I like too, because there was some good flavor in those books. It wasn't just, here's a bunch of stats. Um, uh, I liked it. First edition too. I would probably go second, then first and third, probably in that order of how, how I preferred them. Uh, second yeah, that's pretty much how things are going to work here. Yeah. I'm going to like first edition more. Randy's going to like second edition more. And we're probably going to put third edition in a after. lot of aspects after that. Some, maybe sometimes before, but generally not. Generally not. In terms of the flavor and stuff and how the creatures were described. Now, we'll talk about, you know, actual mechanics. That's a different story. Um, I mean, third edition, in a lot of ways, presentation-wise, was an improvement. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can quibble about the specific art styles and and mm -hmm. and creative choices and all that stuff, yep. but but the presentation of third edition was greater. But just because you have a better wrapper doesn't mean what's inside is better. Hey, so. Look at this. This has got to be who's who's that fighting? That's Orcus and right? Demogorgon, and that's Demogorgon, the baboon. And Demogorgon, yeah, yeah. Two baboon heads. That's the Demogorgon fighting. That's that's pretty cool. That's just some line art, man. Mm -hmm. Oh, Mr. Boivin asked a good question. Should demons and devils each be unique? Some should be, I think. I don't think all of them should be. Right, right. 
if I was creating my own lore, I might lean toward doing a little bit of what David Gow did, put the demons and devils together, let the devils be the high level masterminds and the demons are the grunt or the grunts. And I might not want to even differentiate the names if I was creating my own um, and just let them be evil incarnate and leave it at that. The devils like the more orderly planned out, let's make a deal. And the demons like, hey, is that your face? Can I please eat it right now? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think you could do that. Um, yes, L. He said two baboon heads, so they're named Joe and Kamala. I do believe that's their name. Yes. Um, now, I did summarize. I noticed that throughout the editions, at least the editions I looked at, that there was some consistencies in terms of powers. Um, first there of all, consistencies? There were some consistencies. Okay. Or some inconsistencies. Consistencies in what the devils could do and what the demons could do. Yes, there were variations, sometimes many, but it seemed like always devils were lawful evil, demons were chaotic evil. Ah, ah. Devils had moderately high magic resistance. Demons tended to have a high magic resistance. Uh, they could both teleport. They could summon or gate to a certain or lesser extent. Iron weapons are what you wanted to use against demon, and mm-hmm. so you wanted to use against devils. The devils had more powers generally as a default. They had a lot of illusion suggestion with that whole deal making and they had animate dead a lot. I never quite got that one. Why devils would have animate dead as a default power. And that's a fifth level spell. Right. And you know, um, Orcus is like the undead master or whatever, but he's a right. demon, right? Right. Right. That's kind of out of the Go figure. Go figure. Yeah. There's some overlap. You can't help it. No, that's why I think that's good. I think, uh, I think it's okay to put them, you know, that's why I wouldn't have a problem if a world, like even what I think David Giles doing, he's just calling them demons. He's picking the things he thought were cool. Or maybe the things he was allowed to use, <laughs> you know, maybe some were priority. I don't know if some names are not allowed to be used, but uh, th- those are basically, Oh, and the de- devils could know alignment, which kind of made sense. Cause if you're taking the idea that the devils are kind of deal makers. So Mr. Max says in a polytheistic world, would every deity, have their underling um, or they might that whoever had a, an underling, would they be some of them be angels, some of them be demons, some devils. It depends on your cosmology um, uh, and, and all that. So it depends. There's no reason. There's no reason um, you- wood is, is probably better. Maybe in, you know, we're talking about lang- uh, language barrier here could definitely. Yeah. It all depends on how you put together that cosmology. And, you know, you, with your um, D&D worlds, you don't have to explain every little thing all the way down to the nth degree. You can just decide that's what you're going to do and maybe make up why, the why part as the, the PCs are exploring or not. You may not make up the why. Nobody knows. It's been like this for eons and eons. Who, who knows why? Um, what's interesting is there was, um, they added kind of a, a devil named, uh, Zariel in the new fifth edition adventure, Baldur's Gate, Descent to Avernus. And Zariel is a fallen angel. Um, and they became kind of a Lord of the nine hells or some sort of hell, hellish leader. Um, if you like the idea of fallen angels and i do i don't mind if a demon was if a fallen angel becomes a demon lord or a fallen angel becomes an arch devil or something or some other power player yeah 
I keep forgetting he's French Canadian, not French. Yeah. Well, uh, Mr. Max, he says language barrier, LOL, it's the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's that's he, kind of a language barrier. He speaks the English. He's he speaks the, the, the English. English. Yeah. English, he does. That that website still exists. English.com. Really? Yeah. No way. Still does the same thing. I don't know how when the last time it was updated, but it's still there. I figured it would get it would have gotten nuked because it's you know kind of insensitive for all of those folks who have their sensitivity meters turned up to fifty. <laughs> I just clicked on it. Knowledge is powder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So how should we use these bad boys? We kind of bad guys. Yes, they are the bad guys for sure. Would you use demons and devils differently? You could. You could use the devils as your tempters and your demons as punishers. Yeah. Just, you know, for um, a differentiator. Yeah. It depends on whether or not you're um, going to set up um, moral quandaries. Um, If you have... um, If you have anything set up so that you can, you know, trip up your PCs and have demons somewhere in the mix... Tim Scott, <laughs> he has a unique way of speaking. He says he speaks in cursive. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that's that's creative. Yeah. But yeah, I think your your best bet is using one as the tempter and one as the thug. Yeah, and, and if you want to, you know, lump them all to get lump them all together, you could just say every, you know, they're all demons. Some of demons are tempter demons. Some are rip your face off demons. Uh, you know, if you're just if you're just playing D anD D and you're not really wanting to do anything different. You know, the demons and the devils are your bad guys, and they're used for a lot of the same things. Spellcasters will summon them, try to get them to do things for them. They'll almost uh, almost assuredly fail to control them, have their soul taken gleefully down into the abyss or into hell. I mean, that's just that's basically the way things will work. But you could easily have some evil spellcaster who's either failed in the controlling part, but the devil has decided for some reason to go along with it. Right. And yep. so pretend think, to be controlled. Right. So um, the, the, the evil spellcaster seems to be the one behind everything, but it's really the devil or demon in the background. So that would be a really cool way to, have a multi-stage quest yep right and you think you have beaten the big bad guy right and then a month later hey we thought we killed this guy yeah then you then you find out well no it was you know it was the type five demon behind the scenes now you gotta hunt him down and kill him or send him back Dar said something I can't imagine doing, Joe. Dar said, I would put devils there to offer help to the players. If they're dumb enough to take it, it's on them. I'm that kind of a-hole DM. I don't know. A DM like that, I would never do anything like that. And that is a cool thing to stick into it. Yeah, you would never. Or <laughs> neither would neither would Paizo. <laughs> no, every every adventure is a deal with the devil. Except, I'm Dark. except I love that you idea. have to <laughs> take the deal, right? Yeah. Well, you got to choose the lesser of two evils. You love that choice. It's one thing to have the devil say, hey, 
I can make this happen much faster for you if you if you take my deal. That's one thing. But then if you put the 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 um if you make it so that you either take the deal or have to fight the demon so that you're either taking the deal or dying essentially. It's a really it's a really um awful thing, awful construct to put in your adventure as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um yeah, uh L ask we're an hour in, nobody's asked about Krampus. Uh is he a demon or a devil? I just I don't up, know enough. I don't I just looked that up, L, and it says on Krampus is a Central European popular legend, a half goat, half demon monster that punishes mis misbehaving children. He is the devilish companion of Saint Nicholas. How confusing. Half demon, yet he's devilish. <laughs> there is um, something exports, a movie about Krampus, where the all you see of Krampus are his horns. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, it's a really Clare, cool show. Yeah, Darth clarifies, I never make it so that the party has to take the deal. There's always another option. It's just not as easy. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's cool. That's, that's all. Yeah, that, that is the classic way to use them, and you can't go wrong that way. That's not what uh, Joe's talking about. And a lot of the Pathfinder, even if it's not demons or devils, you're making a deal with some lesser evil. So it's it's like voting, <laughs> right? Except it's kind of hard to tell sometimes when it's the lesser. <laughs> Which one's the lesser? I don't know. Where's that, that, where's that coin at? Where's that coin at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you got any favorite examples of how you've used them or you've seen them used in games, Joe? Actual rare exports, yes, that's the name of the movie. Oh, that's the one with Krampus in it. Well, his horns. Oh, okay. You don't. You kind of see him in a in a way, and mostly the horns, and then his servants. Uh, but it's well done. It's um, it's it's subtitled because I think it's uh, it's um. They're not, there's not, I'm trying to remember who, what nationality these guys are, but um, it's pretty cool. We might have to give the nod to Man of War making the final decision on this thing because of his neighbor. Yeah. His neighbor probably could, I don't think I want his neighbor on this live stream. I'd rather not have him on the live stream, but if Man of War wanted to ask him next week and get back to us, maybe he could tell us the true distinction between demons and devils. Yeah. <laughs> So Tim Scott has pointed out an essential difference and um, in making the choice in game is superior <laughs> to the voting because voting, you know, it doesn't really count. Yeah. Yeah. So have you right. ever seen them use? Finished. That's what they are. Sorry, I'll keep interrupting you. Sure. That's all right. Um, do, do you think... Um, have you seen it done well? I mean, my favorites are, I mean, clearly, I love the Blood War. I love the Planescape version of Demons and Devils. I've used them. I've used these creatures to lesser or greater effect. Um, I thought I thought in my I thought in my Seven Spheres campaign where I manipulated a certain player and got him to bring Asmodeus and the Evil Legions to the New World. And there was uh, there was a choice. There was a choice, and he chose. And it bit him in the back, bit him in the backside. But it was it made for a cool story because otherwise there'd have been no true evil brought to the world. Well, granted, you'd have had the one character who was the god of war that could have been a little bit of evil. But sure, all, sure. all the demons and devils had been, you know, isolated. Yeah. 
Did you have any particular moments you recall where a demon or devil was used particularly cool or in a neat, memorable way? Uh, there's a lot of them over the years, but yeah. I like that one. Yeah, that I, was I, I, I can tell you ones I don't like. Yeah. And that's the Paizo, make this <laughs> deal or die. Right. You must choose. It's clearly evil, two evil choices. You must choose one of them. If you don't choose one of them, the worst one will happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's not very fun. I like Darth's option. Look, I'll help you out, says the devil. I'll make this easy for you. So, um, I, we had a whole episode on the controversy with demons and devils. I'm not sure how much we want to talk about it. I think in the end, we could just say it's pretty silly. The whole yeah, those of us who've been around for a while, and most of us here, even in the chat, um, we've all we all know what the satanic panic was. We all know the controversy. How dare you have demons and devils? Blah blah blah. It's all dumb. Yeah, and it's, it's as well, dumb as the current stupidity of using particular words that folks have a problem with. Yeah, the no-no words. Oh yeah, we're going to get into that later. But yeah, I'm trying to find. I'm looking back on our. Um, it must have. I think it was this particular year. Didn't we do a satanic panic episode? We did. I, I would. Anybody that doesn't know much about that, it is part. Of, I think it should be part of this discussion because it had to do with demons and devils. I would suggest you look that one up. Yes, Max. We're going to get to that. Yeah. Uh, lady says. So where does fiend fall into this mix? That's just a general term that applies to either or demon or devil, in my opinion. Yeah, in, 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 in Planescaping, in 2nd edition, Randy's favorite, fiend was the generic term for any creature native uh, to the abyss of the Nine Hells, maybe even anything in the lower outer planes, the lower planes. Lower planes. Well, three or four of them, but, you know, Gehenna, Carceri, uh, Nine Hells, those sort of things. Um, he mentioned something about a Shardalon. Wasn't that... Again, I love the Ashardalon mods and stories. Ashardalon, I believe, was he that dragon who had a demon bound into his heart? Is that the one? I know that was one of the early third. There's a third edition modules that were outlined in blue, and they began with um, the one with Meepo the Kobold. And the, yeah, Fiendish Dragon. And they ended at the end with a bastion of broken souls where you end up fighting this dragon, a Shardalon, who's got a, a pit fiend bound inside in, in place of his heart. <laughs> it's pretty intense. Man. Yeah. Or a, or a Baylor, one or the other. It was pretty cool. Either one. You're like, yeah, it was quite, it was a great fight for 20th level characters. He was, uh, oh, sure. He was no joke. Um, yeah. Um, so, uh, why don't we wrap this? I didn't think of a lot of alternate takes. We've kind of mentioned a little bit now. I do think um, I would love for David Gall to comment a little bit about his his world. Because as I said, in Dungeons and Delvers, under the entry Demons, the very first monster is a devil. So he's put them together. Um, I did think 13th Age had some good takes on the devils. Um, the, the, devilish, the devil's hand, the, the handbook or the what was it? 13 True Ways um, introduces the devils in 13th Age, which is the fantasy game. And they had all sorts of ways to bring the devils out um, in a unique way. One of them were as like enemies of the gods that had been banished. And if they return to your world, that means um, the gods are going to be uh, in a bit of trouble. Um, it was a completely different take on just them being like demons. Yeah, that article that you put in our... Mm -hmm outline 
I I didn't really care for the some of the tone of it. Oh, Let's see, do I oh. have? There it is. Thirteenth stage, number sure. thir thirteen campaign uses for devils. Now, yeah. you want to share I'm, that? I'm knit. I'll I'll put the um link link okay. linkage. I'll put that in the chattage. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, it it goes across. Yeah. Um, you didn't like their options. Well. Well, one that says they're sisters to demons. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> that's some odd terminology. Yeah. That's kind of devils are sisters to demons. I don't yeah. think so. Yeah. Um, okay. Sister cities. All right. Sister demons and devils. No. Sisters. Nah. Nah. And then it says, this is down in the like fourth paragraph. Mm -hmm. um, is it fourth, third or fourth paragraph? Um, it goes along with the whole sisters crap. Oh, okay, that's yeah, I didn't um, see to that. improve the distinction between demons and devils. Maybe assign each type its own gender, <laughs> oh, like, that like that matters, like that matters and, at all. And then the obligatory in parentheses, and not necessarily just male or female. Oh, god, oh, 13th age man, Pelgrim presses. Much of the rest of it's all right, but it's just these. The, the kind of stuff that they talk about isn't really, um, you can't, it's the way you can use bad guys in general. Sure. All these ways, demon, it's not something, something peculiar to demons, but right. the whole, I hate, I hate, I hate reading articles. <laughs> no, you do. From the, like the, the major players like this. Yeah. Because they're oh, 2014. I didn't catch the date. What? David Giles says that was way back in 2014. Oh. Oh, yeah. Still but... doing that crap. Yeah. Oh, wow. Man. That's eight Holy years ago. Cow. That is by Wade Rocket. Man, I met that dude. He seemed okay. I guess you can't tell. I mean, people have weird ideas. Um, yeah. And that's fine. I mean, he's probably okay guy otherwise, but the whole, the whole, um, gen they can be all kinds of genders. No, there's only really two. Yeah. Everything like, else are attitudes. I did like the idea of alchemically spawn terrors. Mm -hmm. She has some this uh, one of the one of the icons, which is a big mover and shaker called the Artificer, uh, in a different pocket plane, unleashes unholy piston-powered monsters on the world using alchemy to to uh, work their work their evilness. So yeah, yeah, they were David. <laughs> they were way ahead of the woke curve. <laughs> it's not really in the game you really can't it's you can't there's not really any hint of this in any of the published books no, that not I can the ones tell. I have no um it's only in these articles and that's that's part of the reason just part of the reason I've stopped buying the new stuff I just know it's going to be there and I'm not interested so I kickstarted third party uh third party stuff from 13th age several years back when we were way into it and oh they, I was getting ready to punch you in the nuts I thought you did it just I thought you were getting ready to say you did it recently. I'm like, no, no, no. This is way back when we were in the 13th age. I mean, I still like 13th age. I'll still play it, but it's not my go-to game. Um, and they had some woke attitude, and I was like, all right, I'm not messing with it. Oh, yes. The Frankfurt. He's trying to say Frankfurt school. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the Frankfurt school um, is a uh, – Marx was wrong, but right at the same time. 
and um, wrong in implementation. Instead of uh, well, Marx predicted a um, workers' revolution that was going to be bloody and um, and all this stuff, and then that didn't happen, not in any real sense. So the Frankfurt School, Marcuse, I think is the name of the guy. He's French. Um, him and a few other friends. It was founded by a bunch of French uh, Marxists who immigrated to the U.S. and uh, decided to um, infiltrate media because they figured that was the way to change culture. And when you change the culture... That's your best way to bring about socialism. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to ask to get David to tell me. Yeah. So I asked him if his, um, I noticed under the demon entry in Dungeons and Delvers, the first monster you listed was a bone devil. Are demons and devil, are, are there no devils or are they just considered demons everything? I haven't read it. I just skimmed it and was noticing that was the case. Yeah, I had talked about you. I had talked about you a couple of times, David, when you hopped out. <laughs> but that's what I was wondering. What's okay, I remembered wrong. They were Jewish, not French. Oh, okay. But they were French. Yeah. Yeah, my question was, David, are they lumped together? Are, are demons just demons in your world? And you chose the bone devil and a few of the others because you like their look. That's That was my question. But um, maybe David can help. Right, so... Um, are you using demon and devil kind of interchangeably? Yes, because in your first entry under demon, uh, it's actually a bone devil. That's what I've shown everyone. And I don't dislike the idea. Um, yeah, that's okay, bud. He said he has to leave sometime. Um, but you have a succubus. Demons are just a category, so a gym can easily... Yeah, okay. Just a broad category is what he's saying. Yeah, that's fine. So you you even titled a pit fiend as a demon, though in D&D they're called... They're devils, but that's cool. I have no problem with it. I actually like it. I love the picture. And uh, yeah, so no, no problem. Just a, a different take. And that's cool. So, yeah. Ah, he says. Oh, he was German. He was German. I don't know where, how I got him to be French. <laughs> Mark Hughes was ger German. Okay. Anyway, yes. Demons are just a category. Oh, he says, I guess kind of, but devils are more intended to be fallen angels. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, that's good. That's a good take. Well, so I, I can see why he would do that, because the the devil is a fallen angel. Yeah, yeah, that's a good take. Oh, I, I'm, I, I like it. I'm liking Dungeons and Delvers more and more. Like I said, we're probably going to do a little, little play of that guy. Then, I know some people may not approve, but we're probably going to review it on, on our channel. Yeah. Um, some people might think we have some sort of um, conflict of interest, but too bad. Yeah. We would like David to make money. We would like Big, Big Geek Important to make money. So, yeah. And we would just like to talk about games that aren't part of the the mainstream games. And that's one of them. I want to play this. So, there you go. Yeah. So, tough noogies. Mm -hmm. um, all right. You want to jump into the Barbarian and then our little Hasbro discussion? Or have we got more to say about demons and devils? I feel like we've kind of knocked them back to the abyss. <laughs> yes. 
Demons and Devils, my final say would be keep them bad. You know, you don't there's no need to make them different things. Keep them bad. You need bad guys. Keep them bad. Mr. Boivin, if you want to have them be uniquely bad, that's cool. I have no yeah. problem with that. <laughs> Tell them to do the things, Joe. Time for them to do the things. Oh, yeah. This is time for you guys to subscribe if you haven't. <laughs> Our viewer count is kind of low, I think, um, today. Oh, what is it? But it could be it could be just the Christmas season. Who knows? It's only oh. I only see the eyeball is saying eleven. That's okay. It's eleven great people. Yeah. I'm good with that. Uh, but then again, there's also a game going on. Um, that some people might be. Oh yeah, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. Yes, Green Apple. Green Apple thinks it's a good idea to review stuff available on BGE on here. Yeah. I think so too. I don't see any reason not. To play, to yeah, I just want to play Dungeons and Delver. So. So and now, Bruce um, Lombardo has a very some very detailed video reviews. We're not going to step on his feet there. Uh, we're just going to. Um, Yes, we have the best people. I wouldn't mind. We're just going to do, it'll be more overview. I also wouldn't mind a play review where we yeah. get it to the table and play and then talk about the play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, you can read it all you want. That's right. You don't know until you roll the dice and you got it. Yeah. Rules. And then yeah. play a few times. And then we'll be like, holy crap, it's awesome. It's our new D&D. &D. <laughs> yeah. And we'll spread the word. It'll get real big. Yep. We can ride on I David's mean, coattails to victory. <laughs> yeah, maybe we can even have Mr. Guile on it. We need to, yeah. We need to have him on here so he can tell us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dungeons and diversity. That's a good one. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, it's it's really hard. I mean, um, I mean, they've got lots of people uh, to choose from. For the new year, should we consider switching the day? Yeah, I don't know what we'd switch it to, but we can That's talk about it. If guys have an idea, if you have an idea, um, Legion's going to cover the dice pool L, so you're going to get the chance to do that. Legion of Myth, but do that right now. Subscribe, do the subscribe, like, share, and um, hit the bell notification. Do all those algorithm enhancing things. Comment. We appreciate you being here in chat, keeping it lively. That helps out a lot too. Yep. We bumped up to 340 subscribers. Oh, that's a bump up. That's good. Um. We, the viewer count on a couple of our, our, our videos has, uh, went down. Now the last one, I think the drow one, maybe just people are tired of drow. Fair enough. Or it could also be that I, I've had a couple of, uh, real busy weeks and I might have dropped the ball a little bit on, on getting the word out. I need to figure oh. out, um, how better to advertise, um the show probably be more conscious of doing it in advance on the facebook so that would help you out some um yeah cool you do that legion that'd be great people want to see that uh he also says uh legion of Myth says november and january are down times for youtube well, it's holiday season Dude, yeah roger 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 yeah so yeah um any of you people out there who know any kind of advertising tricks i'm not into marketing or advertising so it might be a skill i need to pick up since i have a business now yeah well we should work on that i think uh he said uh elsa's try tinkar's tavern substack well 
um, just to, I, I shout out our show on, on 10 cars tavern, uh, uh, discord mm -hmm. already. So yeah. I should go by there and see what the, what's up with, with his uh, sub stack. I mean, that's just where he posts stuff. Yeah. And, uh, it's for articles. I didn't know that we could, you know, say, Hey, come to our live stream. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mr. Max, just hey, more the merrier. Do it, man. Mr. Boivin is going to start a channel after Christmas. He said he might. I hope you do. I will be tuning in. So I need to get to T-shirts, too. Uh, this Saturday is not going to be great, but I need to get on his stream. He says we are invited. So I got that written. I've been wanting to as well. Just right now, right now, uh, I'm working like tonight. I work till after six and uh, just enough time to choke down some food and yeah. and chat with the wife a little bit before jumping up here. Yeah, you and uh, uh, it's Christmas time, which yeah. means lots of mail and packages and stuff for the post office who I work for. So my day job is cramping my style. All right. Let's say we talk about that barbarian thing and then we'll talk about Hasbro's thing. Well, both of them are Hasbro issues, but we'll, okay. we'll start with we'll start yeah. with barbarian. Yes. Um, so in the new uh uh, one D and D playtest materials, uh, or the I don't know, new or latest or whatever. Um, there's like four. Is it four? And we're waiting for the fifth drop. Something like that. I'm not something like that. The um, either class or subclass uh, of barbarian has come up. Okay. And and folks are insisting that they should. You know, it's tw it's 2022. Can't we use a better word than barbarian? How about savage? That's what I suggested. <laughs> savage. How about yeah. stupid? How about a stupid savage? How's that sound? Yeah. Yeah. I, well, actually, I I suggested savage, and <laughs> then I know. said I suggested um, heathen. <laughs> uh, what was it? Yeah, it's it's mainly a Twitter thing, so people are bringing it up on Twitter. Well, you know, they got their feelings hurt over race to species. I mean, even when you give them what they want, it's not what they want. So, right, screw them. That's what I say. Gosh, Joe and I basically think the barbarian is just a sort of fighter that doesn't need a special class, really. But whatever, man. Now they they're mad about it. I'd rather just use it all the just time. Leave it in there. Leave it in man. there. Do not remove it. Barbarian Stay mad. The core class. He's a core class. He's dumb and he's savage and he can't act right in the city. <laughs> right. So one of them was heathen. One was outsider. I'm trying to find the one that I, that I, that I, where I had three options and those were two of the three. I can't remember all of them. Anyway, they're all, you know, kind of adjacent to the word barbarian. Says it's not like Mr. Max says it's not like it was a race. True, but I think since we're gonna be playing Rifts, I'm gonna add the Barbarian RCC. <laughs> it's gonna be the racial character class, Barbarian. <laughs> Have a campaign where everybody has to be a barbarian. Yes, everybody has to be savages. Yeah, and they must all act the same and do the same stuff because we all believe that they are the same. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's silly. It's a word. It's a word. Get over yourself. I mean, can we we can't so we can't even say like Conan the Barbarian, one of the most iconic nerdy movies that we have to enjoy. 
I guess not. It's just stupid. Anyway, so yes, on Twitter, there's been this whole situation where Barbarian is unacceptable. Right. I'm sure somewhere it's David David Giles is surprised it wasn't deemed problematic already. I'm sure there's some corner of the internet or whatever that thinks that the word barbarian. Well, I'm pretty sure it's uh, a white supremacist term. Yeah. Because, yeah, I know I've heard it outside of D&D in more academic circles where um, – the word barbarian is looked at as being racist and white supremacist because apparently academics aren't aware that nearly every culture that has existed has called the folks that aren't in their culture barbarians. Right. Cause the, um, they pointed out that we, that the, um, the British called the Asians barbarians. Yep. But the Asians called the white folks barbarians. <laughs> right. They called everybody from the West barbarians. Mm-hmm. They thought they were lesser. I mean, it's just the way it's just the way things happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Max says savages is a uh, not very nice. Maybe so. Um, I'm not. I'm joking, really. Calling natives savages is not very nice. Correct. But having a but referring. In, in my game, if an NPC referred to your barbarian as a savage, yeah, it is kind of a put down. Maybe you do something about that. <laughs> but even even so, are we not allowed to use the words? Right. That's I a problem. Mean, yeah. So the the whole it's just the whole um it's a it's a power trip. Folks think that they should be able to tell other folks what to do. You can't use that word. It's beyond me. Use whatever word. I don't care. Uh, I'm not saying I would use that, Mr. Max. He says, I wouldn't be opposed to retiring the word savages when referring to natives. Yeah, I'm not inclined to use that word either. That's not what I'm saying. My point is, it's a response to the namby-pamby side of this whole argument. Um, It always pulls out me a desire to use whatever word they don't want me to use. Yeah, use the most, the most, they'll get their hackles up the worst. Because it really finds me annoying that it it finds me annoying. It really annoys me that people get their panties in a bunch over some simple words that aren't directed as a put down. Go ahead, Joe. So Legion of Myths says, you have that backwards, Joe. That remains to be seen. Um, It's because the word was used, uh, we're talking about barbarian. was used as a pejorative that white guilt women and their cucks uh, now think we need to feel bad for people offended 300 years ago. Yeah. And Flighty makes a good point. Every inch you give them will spur them on to the next. And we're talking more about the word barbarian, Mr. Boivin, not savages, but I don't think savages as a term are necessarily bad. I would be not inclined to use it on actual people, but... Uh, to say that I would never mention that word, I don't think so. Uh, I might do that in, in a game. Um, people might refer to certain, uh, like Joe said, you know, the Asians may consider white folks savages, vice versa, uh, and it might happen in, in, a, in a game world. I mean, not everybody's PC. And I'm okay. even um, Eric the Viking. You remember that movie? Yes, that was a was that a Monty Python thing? No, but some of the uh, Eric Idle, 
Okay. No. One of the Python folks was involved with it production wise or director wise. Anyway, there's a scene where they have all these guys on a boat and they're rowing the boat, you know, old Viking style, but big, a big boat, a big, a big boat. And there's this Asian dude with a, a whip, you know, trying to make them um, row faster. And he's making fun of them. He's and he's in in the movie. He's speaking in Chinese, and they have subtitles. And he's like making fun of them for all how they write with the cursive and the words all connected together, and uh, using a fork instead of chopsticks. I mean, I mean, it's right there. <laughs> yeah. Different people groups look weird. Look at other ones, and a, a people group will look at another one and say, "That's weird. What you are doing there? It's barbaric." And that's what it used to be. Now, now, um, now it's less barbaric, more maybe strange, or that's cool. But Do you think there was a time that people would have looked at like today? I think about tattoos are like normal now. Everybody's got one. Was there a time that people might have referred to as a tattooed person as barbaric? Yeah, and still, and still, in in a lot of places, what in Western cultures, in Western culture, tattoos are looked at as edgy less so now than it used to be terry jones there we go yeah money python dude yeah uh, i agree with mr max he says no i agree to me you can call someone acting like a savage a savage but this is one racial slur that is implicitly pejorative i would say it's used pejoratively i don't know if the word itself when it's used that way it's implicitly Probably, yeah. unless I said that was a savage, um, that was a savage comeback. <laughs> Depends on how you use the word savage, or that was yeah. a savage, that was a savage. Yeah. Dog. So that, it's that, just that's not for Jordan, right? So it's just a bunch of whiners on Twitter that, that don't like it, essentially. Yeah. So that's the one, that's the one thing. And then the other thing is you're gonna, you're gonna present. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you're presenting. Present? Are you are you presenting the article? No, no. Oh, did you have it up? I do. If, if you want me to present it. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, I don't want to steal your thunder. I am not Thor. <laughs> so, so I can make this a little bigger. I know it's dangerous when I try this. There you go. Oh, too far? No, you're good. Okay. So Hasbro executives believe D&D brand is heavily under-monetized. I do believe uh, Legion of Myth had a comment on that. Um, I had a, had a video on that. I've heard several folks like Venger and Tankar make comments about it. Uh, and I think just where I came to the uh, show tonight, I think Mr. Uh, Pundit, RPG Pundit, made a comment about this. Um, what do you think of that? Needs to be more monetized. Need to be getting uh, more than just the DM spending money. Yeah. You know, it's not enough for them that they have books that they have book sales. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that they're, they're trying to read the market. The market is that their book sales are down perhaps, perhaps, I don't know, but they wouldn't be saying this if they were selling plenty of books. So um, making a bit, I think making 
<laughs> Adam Simpson says, I'm undermonetized too. Get a team on that. <laughs> Making this kind of a biz business decision right now with the economy in a downturn the way it is might be okay. We need to figure out other ways of bringing in money uh, because it's um, we're in a downturn. We need to be creative. That would be one way of presenting this. Mm -hmm. But saying that D&D &D is per se under monetized is probably, I don't know, maybe I'm nitpicking, but it doesn't sound right, especially when it when they, they are revealing how they're going to monetize it. Instead of having um, better material for people to buy, what they're saying is what? They want to have some sort of digital stream of cash for the new the new game. Uh, I kind of highlighted there. Pundit makes a good point here. He says the brand is really under monetized. They're talking about it purely as a brand. His claim is they don't really care about it as a game, that the designers are taking a back seat to movies, um, D and D beyond buy this cool new, what's it called? Skin suit skin for your, for your tune. Um, look, if it works, <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Patrick, I'm not putting that up, dude, but no, <laughs> you're not wrong. Um, <laughs> it's kind of an inside joke. I feel like this doesn't sound like something that even if I was way into 5e and was, you know, we played the crap out of it and we loved it and we're like, oh, we're ready for a new edition. This would turn me way off. I mean, so, uh, yeah, I think I think it. that this is an example of executives not understanding the people who play the game. That even the folks that the blue-haired idiots, they prefer to have books sitting down at a table with dice, right? Everybody who is in this hobby, we're in it because we're sitting around a table with a group of people. We like to interact with people, um, you know, accepting folks who either must or prefer the online play or do it for reasons of... Um, being in contact with folks overseas or whatever reason, that's a small subset of the uh, overall hobby of playing with people at a table. So how this digital thing, I mean, they're going to capture some people who prefer digital over um, uh, meat space, which is yeah. the, um, which is the preferable. We prefer meat space yeah. mainly because we can say meat because meat's good, yeah. but um, most of us prefer face-to-face -face games. And this digital yeah. stuff they're doing is going to be useless. Yeah, it's just not going to... Well, you're going to buy the books, Mike. Why would I want that digital stuff? Uh, who was it? Uh, Mr. Boivin said, remember when Watsy pretended that D&D &D 1 wouldn't be a video game with microtransactions? Didn't they pretend like that for a hot minute? And now it's clearly going to be that. Well, it's fine if they want to have a D&D branded video game for your phone or whatever that has microtransactions. Yes, Joe loves the meat. That is correct. <laughs> Tim Scott knows. He knows the truth. <laughs> um, in fact, I could probably exist on just meat. Man of War's got it. This was being talked about before 5e. Lifestyle brand. Lifestyle brand. I mean, I think I think D&D... I don't think I would call it a lifestyle hobby. I used to would call it a lifestyle hobby, but it's people that play it and really like it are into it more than just playing Monopoly. 
Um, and yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, game night, pull out a board game if that's your thing. And mm-hmm. but then you you don't pour over, you know, Monopoly's many nuances if there are any. Right. But but with with a role the role playing hobby is a different animal, and we we when we play it, we play it at a table with other folks. That's the general format. Um, but if, if Wizards of the Coast and Hasbro want a D&D branded video game, and they already have one, right? D&D Online. Yeah. Just throw microtransactions in there. Now, cool. if they do that already, yeah. anybody who plays it might that's on stream here could let us know. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure they do, but I don't know for sure. If they have microtransactions in that and they're not seeing much out of it that should probably signal to them that this isn't going to work i don't know i mean patrick demo says something i think i agree with uh you think they need they want to be able to collect money from people just for the ability to play dnd i think they would love that i think they would love to have no books and only an online presence that well sounds- that's the only way they're going to be able to make this work if they have books, well, I think you buy you buy the books from them and you get access to the online, but you don't get all the cool bells and whistles, all the skins. Let me buy a blue hammer. Let me buy a green shield. But what the hell you if do? The, if the whole game is in the book, the only way this works is if the on the only way this works for them in a positive way, in my opinion, is if they make some exclusivity in the online component where you you don't you you can't play this class or use these things because they're only available online which i don't see how that works so once once the say class let's say this class is only online it's not going to be in any printed material well once people see the class they can extrapolate it all the way down into a printed form and they just pass it around and now they don't need the online thing yeah. So I, I really don't see how this works for them in any fashion. A side note, just so Mr. Max Bovin knows what I'm asking about. I remember this article that came out on how the pandemic and all its Zoom meetings were traumatic to trans people because they got to see their own faces. And my response was, no shit, really? <laughs> that was a problem? Wow. And then Green Apple confirms that's bizarre. Well, it's not really when you think about it. I mean. I would love to read that article. That would be a great laugh. Yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate for folks, if that's true, that they can't look at themselves without, I mean, when you feel guilty, you don't want to look at yourself in a mirror. But if in general, you can't look at yourself because of how uncomfortable that makes you, because it's not what you imagine yourself to be, that that's some, that's some bad stuff. Yeah, that's, I mean, and I'm not laughing, uh, Mr. Max, says he doesn't want to laugh at him. I agree. But it's like odd. It's like chuckling, almost like, what if that's not a problem? What, what a problem you have! I mean, that's a, that's a mental issue. There's no way is. around it. It is, and co- Molly coddling them is not solving it. No, no. Anyway, anyway, um, mental health oh. issues aside, yeah. Um, I think this is a mental health issue for for Hasbro. Oh, really? I don't. I don't see. It, uh, mental health issue is a stretch. What it, what I really mean is this is an executive decision because apparently they are not making enough money. There's no reason, there's no other reason this would be brought up. 
except there's not enough money coming in or there's not the there's not money sufficient for them to be happy i think i said last week uh nerd cognito this guy on nerd cognito which check him out if you want to hear a halfway decent pretty funny little uh podcast nerd cognito it's um can find it on the podcatcher of your choice um he ryan david made the comment that um the last seven uh, uh dnd products they've made have undersold to their expectations so i think you're onto something i think the the talking head said hey it's time for a new edition you know and, and we need to and you need to change this up um and, so yeah and instead uh, of making quality material that appeals to i mean you can have the the, the crappy stuff if you want but mm-hmm. you really need to have stuff that's going to appeal to the real players. And as much as I, I don't necessarily buy into all, none of these people buy books. It's apparently that it's apparent that a lot of them don't. Because if, if all of these towering successes of, um, of wokeness that, that um, wizards of the coast have been um, putting out, is supposed to satisfy these folks. It hasn't been, or they're just not willing to put out the cash or it's not a good market right now because of the general economic downturn. And so James Kane says, um, he says the money is not growing with the life returning to normal. Yeah. Um, right. I mean, this is a hobby. If you have to make a decision on whether you're going to eat some food or, <laughs> or buy a gaming material, right. you're going to buy your food. Yeah. Or, you know, when the material is garbage and you got a few extra money that's bucks that are left over. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, the, and Pundit makes that comment, L. They also think the Chris Pine movie is, they're hoping it becomes one of the branches, kind of like a and u universe, and they can do movies and TVs. And I, I, I won't say no. I mean... It might, but the thing is that that Avengers tired formula has got to run out sooner or later. And if they if they keep if they want to feature Stony McFace, Stony Face McStoneface woman mm-hmm. who can't smile for the life of her, yeah, I don't think they're going to be able. She's going to be able to carry a movie. Uh, Mr. Broadband, I think you're right. I think they did mention. Oh, hit the wrong one. Sorry. Uh, didn't they say they wanted to, the books to be 25% of the revenue, the rest coming from merch and movies? And then I would imagine the digital format where you can buy extra crap for your character and things like that or get the newest update. Um, yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a bad business decision. What they need to do is fire probably ninety percent of um, Wizards of the Coast creative D and D creative folks, quote unquote creative folks, and hire some new folks. Mm-hmm. That's the correct decision. Making seven books in succession that aren't selling—that's th- your signal that they're not doing a good job on the books. Yeah, they have good wrapper, and I mean the, yeah. the presentation is good enough, mm-hmm. but that doesn't—that doesn't matter it's apparent that the books are not up to snuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I think because someone said it in in the chat, that's because the designers aren't up to snuff. They have crap designers because they're not trying to make good games just because we're in an economic downturn and hobby money is short. But if you have a really good 
book. Mm-hmm. It's going to have, there, people are going to buy them. Some people are. I mean, there's so many, I mean, how many people do we know that are still buying their books? At I least in PDF, lots of people. They may not be buying as much, but they're going to be buying some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've been giving mine away. I've given some away to some family. I don't have all my fifth edition books um, that before, and probably eventually I'll be down to the core because honestly, I, I like five E. It's fine. It's fun to play. Um, all the extra stuff, though, you can keep it. It's all their all their splat books were pretty much mostly crap. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think that it it's the thing is it's um, some ec- economic folks might say that it's hard to tease out that kind of stuff in a, an economic downturn. It might be a result of economic forces, not necessarily the books themselves. It's possible, um, but I think that a lot of other people are selling fairly well. So in the face of someone like, um, who does Castles and Crusades? Troll Lords. So Troll Lords, right? Mm-hmm. And, and um, we, um, Troll Lords is selling their stuff. I don't know how well they're doing, but they're doing well enough that they bought their own printing device so they can make yeah. their own books, right? Yeah. So obviously they're doing well. So um and there's been some successful Kickstarters for some indie folks here recently. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that uh, to me, considering the little I know of the industry and the, the, um, the folks that I know who are selling fairly well for them, it seems that people are wanting to buy stuff. Yeah, It's just for Wizards of the Coast, their brand recognition isn't working for them right now. Well, Mr. Bob M says, he says, Mr. Bob M says, I think it's funny how Watsy made everyone involved with Magic the Gathering angry for their reasons they recently did with those packets. And now they're making D&D people angry. Yeah. Yeah. So the so that machine makes um, perfect bound books. <laughs> that would be interesting if I actually was thinking today as I was delivering the mail that maybe um, Big Geek Emporium needs to have a little bit bigger a bigger um, goal than just um, using somebody else's services to print. Mm-hmm. Especially since anybody who's already on Lulu, it, it's really not to their benefit necessarily to have their book on Big Geek Emporium because that's an additional chunk that comes out of any profit they might make. Yeah. So Lulu takes a chunk. So if they if they have their own Lulu store already, it's mm-hmm. not really it doesn't make a lot of sense for them to to come over to Biggie and Pouring with their printed books. Now, if they don't already have a Lulu account, then you know that's one thing. But but if we somehow raised enough cash to buy a printer and could afford to print our own stuff or had a contract with someone to do so who had that had that device themselves mm-hmm. and we could somehow work out a good deal then i think that might be better 
Yeah, Green Apple made a comment with the Troll Lords that they have a nice stream themselves. I've been wanting to check that out. They actually have a play stream, don't they? A Twitch play stream, I think. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I think Tim Scott said it earlier. So have others. I'm, I am definitely not buying one D and D. They have, they have done nothing. I mean, more so than four E. They've made me like I can't buy it. I, I literally hate everything you're saying about it. So it sounds horrific. Yeah, and and printing costs. Uh, Patrick says in there that you get practically no nothing for profit. And I know I dropped uh, I dropped uh, Big Geek Emporium's take on things because. Lulu's prices went up wow. because there's a issue with paper uh, um, shipping's going up because gas prices going are going up. I mean, every, everything's going up and uh, printing on Lulu is already expensive, which is fine because you print onesies and twosies. You're going to have to expect that it's going to be a little more expensive than buying a book that's been printed in volume. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like, um, I don't know. Malachi says, Watsi is being captain like the Titanic. We talked about it before. I hope so. I hope they go under, but sounds like a lot of folks think and probably are right that I don't think Hasbro will give the IP up. It's a dead IP. Yeah. We should just consider That's why I'm, that's why I've brought up a couple of times that we should just talk about uh, other games as well. Yeah. So yeah, maybe I mean, talking about um, what we like about D&D is all well and good and fine. And there's lots of people here that, I mean, we, we, we get good um, chat going with this stuff, but mm -hmm. there's a lot of games out there. There are. We haven't played as much of other games, but I want to get there. So, yeah. All right. Let's see here. Do we want to do that uh, third segment or jump to the random Geekland? It's 943. Yeah, we've, we're already two plus hours. So maybe so we'll about... segment three and do that for next time. Yeah, probably. And just go to the end. Do you have any updates or anything from Big Geek? Life? Well, uh, I will say that OGGM has a slew of monster book materials um, on Big Geek Emporium. They're all min. It's all uh, his line of minions books. So it's something, and they're all cheap. So you can. I think they're all under three dollars a piece. Um, we have um, available at Big Geek Emporium, um, we have gift cards. So if you are still looking for something to give um, and you're not sure what, give a gift card um, from Big Geek Emporium. Get all kinds of cool stuff, all indie stuff. Um, I got an update of sorts from the devs. They are... Um, Hard at work getting the new site uh, ready. They said they have. They say they have all of the functionality together, and they they are working at. They are working on um, the look. You know, just getting it all visually set. Cool. Um, with a WordPress site, even though it can. It can be, yes, Legion, the gift cards are working now. Yay. Hopefully, Legion of Myth uh, gave out one for a contest, I believe it was. So that was cool. So hopefully that happens more. Um, so functionality is all there. They're getting the appearance. Uh, 
set up, um, and I was going to say, um, WordPress can be easy if you like generic. That's why the site looks generic right now, because I went with easy, and somebody else is doing the hard part of wrangling all the plugins together to make it work with a particular theme or the way it looks. Um, I was hoping that it would be done to the point where I could manipulate it so that we could have a Christmas theme during the Christmas season, but maybe they'll have to wait till next year. But uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. From my end, uh, I was working on something for a friend, uh, an article I was writing for him that got completed. I'm waiting for a editor to give me a pass back over it and tell me what I need to change. I'm going to work on my adventure. It's really close. I need to add a couple of things to it, but I plan to spend some time this next week getting as much as I can, bouncing it over to David. He'll send it back to me, and I hope after one more pass I can clean it up and make it uh, ready to go, putting Patrick's art in there, and then it's going to be ready to go and juicy and put on Big Geek Emporium. I wish I could get it before Christmas, but that's not happening. Um Big Geek Con has taken a back seat, unfortunately, but I need to get that to the forefront. As I said, three weeks off is coming for Randy, and though I'm doing some work around the house. I hope to have a lot of stuff done in the next three weeks. So the new year, we hope to have new news, some big news. That's the plan. So, yeah. Good deal. Uh, that uh, Total Party Skills video, did you get to watch that? No, I didn't. And let's not talk about it. I, I found it annoying, uh, but it's not... I don't think it's worth. I don't think it's worth the discussion. He um, he always annoys me. Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't like watching him because he always has his thing situated so that I'm looking up his nose. Yeah, that's the least of the problems I have with him. Um, <laughs> so this is this is kind of the it's next the one. easiest one to pick on. I probably shouldn't. It's low hanging fruit. I don't it's dislike. Unfair. I don't dislike the guy, but I think he's well. Anyway, if, if anybody gets a chance, check out. Joe will put the link in there. His claim is that if you're anti-woke, then you're woke. And that's completely false. Oh, yeah. That kind of nonsense. That's a, it is nonsense. It's like saying, well, I'm anti-slavery. So if anti-slavery, then if slavery goes away, then you're slavery. Wait a minute. If slavery goes away, we have freedom. So freedom is anti, is going to be slavery again. I don't know. His logic didn't follow. I don't know. I think he's just trying to, I sometimes think he just wants to sound super smart. Right. So it's he's using too few words. Yeah. Um, I, I can understand if his point of view is, if you're outspokenly, um, non-woke or anti-woke, mm -hmm. you're kind, you can be using some of the same rhetorical tricks. Yes. Can right? be some more rhetoric, but yeah. it doesn't mean that you're doing, it doesn't become woke. You become annoying and aggravating yeah. like a woke person. If all you ever yeah. do is say, and, and that can, might be all he's saying. But that's right. probably not what he said. That is not what he said. So, yeah, uh, yeah uh, I, I, I don't want to unsub him because I do like bits and pieces of it. But he's he's getting harder for me to listen to. I just don't think he's. I don't know how. I don't. I don't want to use the word dishonest. I won't say dishonest. I just sometimes find that some of his takes are not terribly well thought out. So, no, yeah. and that's that's the other thing is he he, um, he does that's the thing. They're not terribly thought out initially. Sometimes he does a follow-up video where he's more thoughtful, but sometimes he comes out and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, that's really dumb. And then the next time he talks, it's like, oh, okay. Well, why did you say that the first time? <laughs> T-shirt asked a question. Um, have you guys heard about the resurgence of solo role-playing? Apparently it's starting yeah. to 
Combat. Yeah, I've been meaning to bring that up. Because finding DMs for 5e is tough. Uh, yeah, that, that was part of that whole monetizing thing that people were saying. Finding DMs for 5e is tough. Uh, is that just because most of the players are casual and they don't want to spend the time learning to be a DM? Um, solo is different reasons. One, it might be you just you don't you you feel like playing, mm -hmm. and you don't feel like doing anything else, like calling people. I'll just do this. It's just a different way of doing things. I think it's odd, but I have one solo role-playing game game I want to play. It's a uh, Deadlands, Savage Worlds Deadlands solo adventure, and it's probably 10 pages long. So it's a like Mac. Oh, here, I think Legion's got it. it all, it's always struck me as he says, solo RPGs are just choose your own adventure with extra steps. Yeah, and that's not so bad. If you like it, do it. I don't care right. if it's solo. Some, uh, let's see. Um, there was a Twitter post by um, the basic expert, mm -hmm. and he said it's a good method of prep for a DM. You can run through, there's um, a particular one, and I'll find it, and I'll, um, we'll talk about it maybe on a subsequent show. Mm -hmm. And the tables and things in this particular solo um, thing, um, there's a lot of tables. And it can help you flesh out either a scenario or world or or whatever. But he he put it up as he he put it across as being a good way for a DM to prep. Could be. Mar Hawkman says the funny part is these games are basically just a randomization charts to play instead of letting a computer do it. <laughs> yeah, instead of a computer game. Yeah, kinda. But uh, yeah, I don't think people are against that solo play if you want to do it. I'm not. I've never been someone to do it. I mean, I didn't even like to choose your own adventure books that much, honestly. But a solo, okay. Okay, they're arguing back and forth about whether it's good or not. Uh, it's a matter of taste. Yeah. yeah. A solo RPG is to playing an RPG like D&D as a visual novel is to games. They aren't. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Fighting fantasy. That's right. T-shirt. Yeah. The that's the one. So I need, I need to get, look into that. Yeah. Basic experience. Don Paleo says basic experience is a good video and stream on it. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right, so let me get back to here. Yep. It's good seeing All everybody. Right. Really good yep. to get out there and to see you guys and be out here with us. It's been great tonight. Thank you. Yeah, it was a great stream. Um, if there's nothing else, then we will get into the shameless plug section of our stream, which is essentially check the links in the show notes. Um Head on over to Big Geek Emporium. If you would like to support us, that's one way you can do that. Um, you can support us in all kinds of other ways just by sharing this uh, live stream and telling your buds about us, and that would be great. Um, we also have PayPal. We have Streamlabs and Anchor. All have We all have uh, donation links there and Ko-Fi. We've only got the one fella on Ko-Fi right now. Uh, Arn Man, but that's cool. And we have 
one person who's subscribed or not subscribed, but basically has recurring payment through PayPal. Mm -hmm. So thank you to Arn Man and to Patrick Demo for supporting us on an ongoing basis. Um, if you feel like doing uh, that as well, there will be links in the show notes for you to do that. Um, and I'm seriously thinking about recording something about this uh, to do this end section because we're clearly not good at just reading it. Uh, I'm always stumbling over right. things, reading off web addresses and all that bull crap. Um, I'm tempted just to say link in the show notes and big, big geek podcast, biggest, big, biggest geekest podcast.com. I can't even say that yeah. I'm going to record it and we're yeah. just going to say, see you later and hit the record, hit the, the video. I think that sounds good. <laughs> sounds like a plan. Oh yeah. Thanks for stopping by Legion. Yeah. Rolling bones. Cool. Okay, now I need to go. And here's another reason why I want I want to uh, just click because the way this whole thing is set up, if I'm the one who's reading, yes, reading and then clicking over on the um, outro video is is a challenge. So, so yeah, we should probably have our ending set because I, I want to keep it the same for a while. Yeah. We still need to have our we need to have a meeting about next year. I want to see some changes. So sounds good. All right, so. This is Joe. And I'm Randy. And if remember. and remember, if you can't be big like us, I forgot even the remember part. I'm supposed to remember the remember part. Remember the remember part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And remember, if you can't be big like us, then be geeks like us. Just don't try to be a professional podcasters like us because you'll suck. <laughs> <laughs>